over 30,000 views in the first three days, reviewed by major media outlets across the interwebs. Dubbed one of the best fan films around, and one of the most wanted scenes at Dark Knight Rises. Arkham Rising. See it. ArkhamRising.com Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Hey folks, Totsky here. Um, just to shock to you that uh, the Wyman Podcast is still doing podcasts. Who knew? Uh, just coming in from a very, very busy October, and uh, we kind of got backlogged with some stuff, and uh, we didn't get quite the opportunity to release some shows like we wanted to, uh, but hey, we're human. Uh, so what you're basically what you're going to hear today is kind of going to get us caught up to the end of the month. Um, within the next couple of weeks, uh, you're going to hear our Edmonton Expo review, which was a really, really cool podcast. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's going to be the show, uh, basically at the end of October. Well, not quite the end of October 20th and 21st, uh, was the Edmonton Expo. Great, great conference down in Edmonton. Uh, we got to interview some people, kind of made myself look like a jackass, but it's all for the funny. Uh, so you're going to get to hear that. It was really cool. Can't thank them enough. Such a great show. Uh, you guys are going to hear it. Um, so that was uh, the second last weekend uh, in October. Um, we ended up coming back in the snowstorm. Some people hit the ditch. No one got hurt, but it just we all were ended up super tired and kind of bagged out. Didn't get a chance to record a podcast later on, and kind of threw everything for a loop. Um, but then that week we had our uh, Halloween event, Film Fear, uh, an absolute amazing show. Can't thank everyone enough for coming out. Where we donated, uh, um, we actually raised uh, f- about 500 pounds of food and like over $100 for the Wood Buffalo Food Bank. Really, really cool. Good crowd that came out. They got to enjoy a lot of stuff. Um, they got to enjoy uh, Treevenge, which was a huge, huge hit. Everyone loved the, the Treevenge. Um, more awesome stuff from Bloody Cuts. We got to check out uh, Army of Darkness on the big screen. Um, and we had some lots and lots of fun with the uh, costume contest. Uh, it was it was a great time. Uh, got a few audio highlights that we'll put up later on down the road it was a such a total blast um we actually got some pictures up uh up on our facebook because we don't really put pictures on our website because we just keep the website for like podcasts and blogs but you want to check out pictures uh go to facebook.com slash ymm podcast some really really cool stuff up there we got stuff up on our Twitter as well, uh, twitter.com slash Podcast. Uh, follow us, check that stuff out. We, I do a lot of tweeting, uh, from that account when I'm at like city events and other events and stuff. And, uh, of course we Instagram as well, cause everyone else Instagrams, so we like to Instagram too. Um, head up to, uh, just, uh, there's not even a website for it. I guess it's just an app. Just follow, find Wyman Podcast, all one word on Instagram, and you'll see some cool stuff up there too. But also talking film fair, we had the premiere of Arkham Rising, this project we've been kind of 
of hyping up. Uh, and it's, we love it. It's kind of taken the interwebs by storm. We hope anyway. It seems like it. Uh, we got like over three, 3,000 or 30,000 hits in like the first few days. A lot of uh, internet sites were reviewing us. IO9, Geek Tyrant, uh, uh, unleash the geek or unleash the geek or unleash the nerd. One of those. Um, yeah, a lot of feedback from it and <laughs> a lot of comments too. So, uh, we're going to be doing a podcast to kind of address, uh, the internet comics, uh, the comments, uh, because I was told I couldn't jump in there like I usually do and, and kind of troll, but uh, a lot of funny stuff coming, a lot, a lot of funny stuff once, uh, and some good stuff coming with Arkham Rising. Definitely check it out. You heard the ad. The amazing, amazing chant by uh, Jarrell Northern, uh, and you can hear a score in Arkham Rising. Fuck, it's so amazing. I'm getting goosebumps right now just even thinking about it and talking about it. So definitely check it out, ArkhamRising.com. Uh, we got um, some more stuff coming. We got some more videos, some production videos. Maybe got a f- bit more videos that might carry the story. We don't know for sure. Talk about it more on the podcast. Uh, go to the Facebook, facebook.com slash Arkham Rising Film. Um, we got some uh, post-production photos, some some pre-production photos, some uh, filming photos, a lot of back uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. And we're also like releasing uh, the articles as we go on the Facebook site. So go like that Facebook page, follow it. There's definitely going to be more to Arkham Rising. Uh, they're also on Twitter, uh, which is me, and I got to start doing it better, <laughs> um, at Arkham Rising, so twitter.com slash Arkham Rising. And we're going to put a lot of stuff on the website, too. A little bit behind. Like I said, it's been a busy week, but we're getting it on there. ArkhamRising.com. Check it out. The video is on there. We got the about page. We're going to have a lot more coming up. It's going to be, uh, we're going to put all that page into, or we're going to put a lot of work into that page because this is such a fun project. And as you can, if you go on the Facebook site and if you've seen some of the other sites that post reviews on there, Tito's been answering a lot of questions and he very much hits the nail on the head. It's a passion project. And uh, we absolutely love it. We we love, as you know, by listening to this podcast, we love Batman. We love going into the mythos of Batman. And we love doing this type of stuff, even though we stand to make no money from it. We're not trying to take any heat away from, from uh, or any, uh, we're not trying to take anything away from Chris Nolan, of course. We're just doing something that we love, that we wish we saw in the movie. And, and Chris Nolan didn't want to, so hey, we'll do it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so we're going to talk about that more on an Arkham Rising podcast that's going to be coming up. And uh, yeah, so Film Fear was a blast. The Edmonton Expo was a blast. Arkham Rising has just been out of this world. Uh, we've all been leading busy lives, and it's not going to stop. Uh, for the month of November, I'm doing this food bank challenge. You're going to hear more about Um yeah, check out our website, ymanpodcast.com. We got a lot of updates on there. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, as I mentioned, uh, is where we usually tell people what's going on. Uh, if anyone's like, why the fuck haven't you released a podcast in forever? Well, if you go on the Facebook or Twitter, you would have seen, not really why I didn't, but pretty much my excuse is that I never did. Um, so yeah, follow us on those two things. Uh, check out our pictures, uh, ymanpodcast.com. Uh, that, those hosts all the podcasts. Uh, also, it hosts uh, our blogs. We blog every now and then, not as much as we'd like to, of course. But it also got links to our events. And if for anyone that went to Film Fair that wants to check out some of those wicked, wicked, wicked shorts that we saw, go to ymanpodcast.com, uh, click on events, click on Film Fair 2012, and you know, we linked all the ones that were available online. So check it out. They're such awesome. And you can just see Treevenge again and again and again and again. Oh, love that movie. Um, so yeah, like I said, we're busy. Sorry. Um, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep trying. Uh, we're going to try to get back on schedule. Uh, starting with this podcast, Edmonton Expo. Uh, we're late, but it was such a good time. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's hear all about the Edmonton Expo 2012. 
Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Peppy. Peppy. Ladies and gentlemen. Jimmy Jackers. Give me a double. Give me a double. Give me a double. Give me a double. Give me a If that is your real name. <laughs> I think we're I think that's as peppy as it's gonna get. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Cinephiles. Hailing oh, frequencies oh, oh. on. Hailing frequencies open. Uh, the classic uh, Nichelle Nichols line that should become famous after we listen to this podcast. Because yeah. she didn't use it in any other TV show at all before. Uh, welcome this week's uh, Cinephiles. I'm Todsky. I'm Tito. I'm Stacy. Betsky. Steve. Ashcake. Yes, and you're with the Cinephiles, and we're doing a little review on our epic weekend, or epic, I guess, one day. Well, well, first and foremost, let's just draw attention to the fact that, like, doing this podcast has actually paid off for the first time ever. <laughs> like, actually, because, no, like, I totally... It doesn't get all the I totally thought, I totally... How many times have been laid? I totally, well, I mean, like... Hey, I met your brother. Like, here's the thing. Someone's <laughs> It's a big. It, it was. Uh, it was a big step uh, to do the show in for starters, and now like we actually. I can't believe we actually were. Well, I mean, I can't believe you actually were able to manage getting media passes for us. Like I was expecting them for us to show up there, and they're like, "What? <laughs> Who are these guys?" I was waiting. For, well, I, I, like, we were, I'm like Steve. I hope you guys have no faith in me. We're all no, that. It's just we're all so nervous that like, oh fuck, I've never done anything. When they hear this review podcast, they're going to be like, I thought these guys were professional. Yeah. Well, what, what, was her, what was her name? No, we did a good job. Natalie, actually. I got her on Twitter now. She was, she was so amazing and helpful. Yeah, like, she was awesome. Because we, we were, like, she knew we were lost, right? So. Well, yeah, we were totally lost. And she put us right where we needed to be every single time. But, okay, so before I give more accolades to her, you, but you know what this means, right? Like, this is our first step, our biggest step. To to actually. Calgary Expo, man. The well, second largest one in Canada. Well, exactly. Coming. We're going to have fucking media passes for that. Yeah, that'd be awesome fucking rights see you later Ben sleeves but no Natalie uh, no, Natalie still here. Uh, Natalie I can't remember her last name because I didn't get it to her I didn't get it from her um, good work I'll yeah I'll edit that in somewhere it'll just be like this and all of a sudden it'll be like Mr. Black <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, but yeah well I'll get it no she was like absolutely awesome <laughs> because okay Edmonton let's, I guess let's go back to the first part we actually went to the Edmonton Expo this weekend which was the first one of its kind because it used to be called the Edmonton Toy it Festival was the, Show it was like the fusion you know we were talking about the gizmo and um, what you call it Yoda Becoming the gremlin or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Oh wait, fusion. no, it was the Ewok and Yoda. Oh yeah, Ewok becoming, and Yoda. Gr- becoming becoming Gizmo. Gizmo. Yeah, but yeah, it's like the G- Dragon Ball Z fusion of two different yeah. shows. It was, and uh, Calgary Expo, uh, well, which is the second largest expo in Canada next to Toronto's. Um, they've been having a, a pretty good con for a few years now, and like last year, they really made a name for themselves because they had like the first uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation reunion in like fucking mm-hmm. fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which was they epic. are the one, the organizers of that uh, show which I the name uh, I know their monotonic PR is their company the PR company at Vancouver, um, so their their organizers uh, went up to Edmonton and said well let's give Edmonton what they want because Calgary's been the only real con for Alberta mm-hmm. so this year was the first one called Edmonton Expo yeah. and it was actually really really cool and to top it and, and to give some legitimacy <laughs> to this podcast they found us. Yeah, really? Awesome. I remember they emailed. They went off the contact form off the website, and I'm pretty sure it's because of the tags that we. Oh, use. right, yeah, yeah, the Because literally, they just emailed show at com, so reach me and Tito. 
Full they were price. just saying, hi, I'm, I'm so-and-so with the PR company out of Vancouver. Uh, please give us an email address so we can add it to our mailing list for the upcoming Edmonton. And they called it Comic-Con at the time. Right. So I did. This was a couple months ago. And just didn't hear back from them until all of a sudden they're like, Edmonton Expo featuring at the time it was like Adam West, Billy D. Williams, I think Michelle Nichols is Burt Ward. No, Burt Ward came in after when, oh, okay. uh, when yeah, Adam West canceled. <laughs> so, yeah, and it was just like, do you guys want to sign up for media oh, passes? We didn't Fuck sign yeah. the card. Oh, my God. Where oh, was it? I don't know. I didn't find I didn't it. We didn't sign the gift. I was say, we did many laps on that floor. For, yeah. for Adam West? For Adam West. Uh, that one for guests We also didn't sign. see the Batmobile. There was a Batmobile there? There was supposed yeah, to be a Batmobile. Yeah, the Batmobile was... There was a photo Probably op with the Batmobile else. and Adam Maybe. West. And it, was, it would have been in the photo <laughs> op He comes with the car. didn't even make it. Yeah, I didn't even go in the photo op area. Right, yeah, we didn't either. No Adam West, no Batmobile. The uh, so you sit in the side. <laughs> that's pretty much the background from it. We knew about this was coming a couple months ago. I signed in for media passes. The funny thing was, didn't really hear from the organizers for many weeks until I actually uh, prompt one of them just be like, "Hey, we're trying to get it. We're trying to plan on October. Is this still on the table?" Can After I thought passes? that I wouldn't even, that we wouldn't even be able to make it. Yeah, yeah. Literally got an email from uh, from one typical of the, Totsky last minute from one of the companies, <laughs> and they're just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we forgot about you. I feel so bad. Yes, your media passes were approved." So and, and that was only the week before that. the event. Yeah, and so, meanwhile, I'm still like, sure, Todd, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but well, no, even when we showed up, I was, I was like, this is not gonna happen. She's like, gonna, she's gonna take. And remember, we did that joke where it's like, maybe she bought it because she's like, no one would just put their faces on a t- on a, on a jersey, jersey for no reason. <laughs> they must right be a legitimate there. company Whatever right there. This is for real. Me and Steve were like howling because of that. Meanwhile, you're in front. You're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> So it worked. Yeah, so literally the Edmonton Expo was Saturday and Sunday uh, this past weekend. (laughs) She Uh, listens to this. She's like, I got so fucking full. (laughs) Hey, hey, I think we proved ourselves. No, but like, I mean, I think (laughs) on the proving Comic Con floor. So about his media passes for Calgary yet? No. (laughs) Well, no, she'll listen to the interviews, and we actually ask some good questions. The um, all right, okay, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. To the nerds, for the nerds, by the nerds. That's right. Yeah, we are power of the people. Mm -hmm. We are just a couple of fucking geeks that. uh, (laughs) Well, pretend that we know yeah. what we're doing. Well, we're starting to know I what we're think doing. We're pretty good. That's at right. It. No, we got to start somewhere, and we started Take at the Edmonton Expo. Damn it! See? I totally, oh, I totally got, got a place in my heart now. Yeah, but I, I totally got pulled right out of my so comfort zone this past weekend. <laughs> okay, so we go down. It was going to be Saturday and Sunday, but due to our really hectic fucking schedules, uh, we all couldn't really go on Saturday because there was an epic zombie run that Steve was emceeing, and yeah, that was, was totally cool for girls in awesome Northern Alberta. I yeah. was so awesome. And, I was going to volunteer for that, and uh, then just was kind of voluntold happily that I was going to be emceeing that, and it would turn out to be a huge success. <laughs> but literally, it meant that I was leaving directly after. The yeah, so season. that was yeah. Saturday, and we all so we kind of had a busy Saturday. So the plan was eventually that we got to leave uh, Saturday night to get down to the show on Sunday. So after braving some incredibly bad roads, yeah, some really horrible driving conditions, uh, we all went down yeah. uh, Saturday Dino night, and spent, the night to, drunk. spent the night at the cabin. Alcoholic. <laughs> 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 yeah. Spent the night at the cabin, and then uh, all day Sunday at the expo, yeah. and it, it truly was an amazing experience. So. It's funny, it dawned, well, uh, we should mention Ashley was there at the uh, Zombie Run 2, because oh, the, the, well, just the costumes were so epic. Yeah, so yeah. In really good costumes. It dawned on me, I, I was so stupid for dressing up as a zombie 
going all out for the costume, and then forgetting to bring anything to cosplay at the actual Comic-Con. <laughs> wow. Well, this was, uh, besides Vertito, who actually, uh, I think your first con was the con. Yeah, San Diego. Correctly. Oh, yeah. and that was like uh, a sensory overload, right? Yeah. But very much the same but Besides for you, I think this is all. This was my first con, I yeah, believe. Yeah, my first. Is, and and I have to say, con. like, and, 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 and I have to say, other than the, the size compared to San Diego, because the San Diego, San Diego Convention that. Center is much bigger, it was very similar. Like mm-hmm. they, these, the guys who are organizing this, they know what they're doing. Like they know how to set everything up, how to group everyone. I loved how they designated entrance and exit paths as opposed yeah. to just you know mm-hmm. ran and out. It was pretty well, funny because yeah. me and Steve, I think you were there too, Ash, or maybe it was just me and you. Were we actually talking to one of the girls? Oh, at talking the to one of the girls right? at the door. Yeah, and we she were was like, just like yeah. if I had a dollar for every yeah, person that walks past the huge sign that says exit this way yeah. and tries to go in the uh, tries to go out the indoor, she's like, I'd be a fucking millionaire. So funny, you were like. You were like, you could put a flashing neon sign that says exit, and they'd still try to like, they'd still try oh, to enter through here. Oh, working and in the kind of, working yeah. the so, so well organized, so well organized, and and unlike San Diego, th- this con, and I guess you get it, it'll get mentioned in one of the interviews. This con is was really geared towards the actual like comic book writers. And and artists like like I would say between thirty and forty percent of of the floor was direct writers or or or, uh, or artists. artists for for comic books yeah. and and at San Diego yeah. the the artists and and comic book uh, art, artists and draw, uh, writers for comic books are often put in like the very the nosebleeds at the very end because so many big corporations like Sony uh, Microsoft uh, uh, Paramount all of them they buy all the main yeah. spaces right so this is a lot more pure right. Right? Like yeah, get, it is a lot more pure. Like you get a lot of the really cool stuff. Yeah, like I mean, and not to say that San Diego. You, you, oh, I'm no, dying playing not. San Diego because you <laughs> well, get like the Chris big Claremont almost. Well, I mean, and and understandably so though, because like the thing is like it, it's they are the pioneers that have allowed this to happen, right? And now yeah. they're being they're, it's become corporate, quote unquote, right? For uh, for uh, fight the, the machine, man. Well, like I said, you're gonna hear the interview that we did with Chris Claremont, and he said it himself that. Uh, the San Diego Comic Con has become too media oriented, which it has, right? Because and that's not saying it's a bad thing. It's just evolved into something different than what it's there. Yeah, it, it, it's almost getting to the point where it actually might need to get segregated again. Like from uh, like you know, there's that. Remember how they used to have E3? Yeah, E3 no longer exists, and that's why that you need to be. Invited. That's why Sony, Nintendo, and and uh, and Microsoft. All these big video game developers, that's why they're now part of the Comic-Con because they know that, oh, we, we they, they overlap the same interesting interested people. But before, E3 used to be just for media, movies, and video games, and Comic-Con was more for, like, the actual comic book artists yeah, yeah. And, and creators, right? So mm-hmm. Yeah, and when E3 went to media only, not available to the public, yeah. they're just solely solely for one purpose only, pretty much, right, for inter- so entertainment consoles. The um, Well, hopefully, and by, like... Even by the time that we've known each other, every year I think we've known each other, we've tried to get to the San Diego Comic Con, and we actually held tickets once the very first year. We were able to buy them. Mm -hmm. Ever since then, now it's just gone. It's grown to to where we had to stay online to get them. Then it's grown to where you'd go online, but the servers would overload. Yeah, yeah. And now it's gone to like you got to do a pre-register system to a register system. Mm -hmm. So like obviously San Diego has grown. Fucking far. Well, you're talking about works, like right? at min. Uh, what, what did they say? Their peak that they reached in Edmonton was about seven thousand on the Saturday. On the Saturday, I never heard any yeah, numbers for on Sunday. the Sunday. But if San Diego, their average is ten thousand. Yeah, like that's what they per average day. per day, right? So you can sit. Uh, yeah. oh, is that just a weekend tour? Huh? That's one day. That's four Thursday, days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is where it runs. Yeah. 
and they've now uh, they have a fifth. They've preview now night. entered a preview night to get a lot of the media people through to see the shit. And then their goal with preview night is to have the media people go in the Wednesday night to see everything, mm. and then the rest of the the rest of their con they just do their own thing mm. and not flood the floor with the the commoners. I guess you could say, right? Right, commoners. <laughs> well, yeah. I almost Scallywags. felt like we were pissing off a couple people like doing our interviews, well, <laughs> waiting, watching. It's like, like, oh, we'll, we'll take it to yeah, the date. We get there. At we get there at eleven thirty, and uh, we meet up with uh, Natalie, and we we get signed in as media, and, and everything gets by. We get all our passes, which I guess was a shock to some. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was right behind you there. And Natalie... So happy. But when, when I started getting nervous is when Natalie said, um, okay, let's go to the floor and see if... She had a list of people that I did mention in an email that I wanted to interview. And uh, I'm a kind of fly by the seat of my pants guy. Like, when they said, who do you want to what? interview, I just started hitting the big names. Like, I think I wrote Adam West and, and, and uh, <laughs> D. Williams. Because, obviously, I wanted to get the shot to, to email or to, to interview them. Not thinking ahead of what am I going to do if I actually get to sit down in a room with Adam West and Billy Dee Williams and Nichelle Nichols. So right off the bat, she was like, okay, let's go talk to Nichelle Nichols. And right off the bat, I'm just like, oh, well, no, sorry. Uh, she's like, well, let's go see if we can talk to some of these people that you want to interview. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay, let's just go check it out and see what's going on. Because we apparently we're one of very few podcasters that uh, actually try to get involved with these things. Oh, really? Because everyone knows what a podcast is. But they really felt that they we need like a table with space and quiet in order to do a podcast, which yeah. would be ideal. But that would be a huge inconvenience to them. And we also know. do things guerrilla style. <laughs> well, I'm surprised how well the audio turned, turned up. <laughs> guerrilla and, yeah, podcast. no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you guys were able to convince me to go for Chris Claremont. But like, well, I totally shut down. Though, let me hear you. Uh, you went to hear the story yeah. about me and Steve on that one. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, so we go right to the com- right to the comic book writers, and because I mentioned I wanted to speak to Nat Jones too, who's actually mm-hmm. a horror comic book mm-hmm. writer. And uh, he was right there. She's like, okay, let's go interview uh, Nat Jones. And I was just like, okay, let's just second here to breathe. <laughs> well, we didn't even know who we In my head, I'm like, I got no idea what I'm doing. Let's just kind of relax for a second and let's just size up the situation. So you, thank- need, you need five minutes. So thankfully, she's like, okay, you guys just get situated. Find out what you guys need. If you guys want to set up podcast, podcast gear or not. And then uh, email, text me when you're ready to go. Cool. We got a bit of a plan. So she took us onto the floor and showed us the floor. And the floor was pretty... Uh, small, I guess it was kind of small from what I thought it was, but still pretty vast in regards to there was a lot of shit to look at. And very busy. And very busy, right? And this is the part where I think everyone kind of scattered and did their own thing. Like, I know you didn't have no problem getting in. You obviously had to pay the money to go in. Yeah, yeah just, just the 20 bucks. That's all it was, yeah. We're not talking hundreds of dollars or anything like that. That's why. I was like, we even had if... We, we had more problems than everyone else did getting in. You already my, had tickets ordered. I had tickets ordered, but they wouldn't come up on my cell phone. So and then like when they, and then like when they did, they wouldn't scan. They wouldn't scan. Oh. Like, so, you oh, know, no my idea. cell phone. Here's so. a, just, yeah, to anybody else who wants to purchase them online, have their iPhone scanned. It doesn't work yeah, that way. How, she's how, like, how, how bright like, was your brightness? Like, this brightness doesn't work. Right <laughs> she's like, this doesn't she's work like, all the time. She's like standing, standing, standing. She's like, okay. Come on! Like this sounds like an issue. Like we had to let people go. I could hear like a dude behind us, like breathing heavily, like (laughs) angry sound effects. I think (laughs) the fact that we were cute girls probably saved our lives. If we had penises, we would have fucked. Jeez! (laughs) Good thing they're wearing skin tight clothing. Yeah. So of course our two cosplayers was Ashley and Stacy. Ashley as the very lovely Black Widow, and Stacy as I didn't cosplay. I just. 
dressed up. Batman. That's cosplay. Batgirl. Well, I, I guess. I just wore a shitload of Batman. On top Batman of Tutu. That's, Batman Tutu. That's, that's, that counts. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll say that's cosplay, yeah. definitely. Because my Poison Ivy costume is not Homosexual ready. Batman, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Batman. You know there is a character yeah. called Batgirl, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, oh, right. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, but then you get backhanded by all these people that are like, fuck, that's not Batgirl. That's not her costume. So I'm, I'm skipping that. No. Okay. no. We'll just go I'm a ballerina Batman. Like stylized, you just yeah. stylized. Well, there was that yeah. Hello Kitty samurai walking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. That, was no, that wasn't canon. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beat uh, one of the vendors that got the tables. For those that ever been to a con before, basically it's just a bunch of vendors that you just go to their, their booth or their table and you, you look at shit. Well, one, ideally, you buy shit. I, oh yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I did. You buy shit. <laughs> but yeah, one guy was a pho- photographer who had like a green screen. In his booth, all right. oh, yeah. get people to come in and take pictures. So he was like, "Cause so I was just looking, I'm like, oh, how's business going today?" He's like, "Awesome." He's like, "Not very f- busy, but I got one of the best shots that I wanted to get." And he's, like, check, he's like, "Check it out." So he pulls up Leia yeah. with Jabba the Hut, and I was just like, one. "Oh, cool! Yeah, I seen Leia." And I'm like, "That's a pretty shitty looking picture of Jabba the Hut." And he's like, "Oh, thanks." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, that's what he dressed up as." I was like, "That's a costume?" <laughs> yes, there was a guy dressed up yeah, as yeah, Jabba yeah. the Hut. He kept getting in people's way because. Because it, it had a motorized fan. Picture. It had a motorized fan to keep yeah, him like plumbing. Yeah. So <laughs> he was just bumping into people and just like, get the fuck out of the way. So like, buddy, this photographer. Must have fucked off early. This I photographer. Now I didn't see him either, but this photographer got the cell phones for both when he saw him, and he's like, I want to get you guys together and and do this shot from uh, Return of the Jedi. Right, yeah. And quite literally, that's what he had. He had Java's pals in the background with the fucking yeah, cosplay so Java, funny. and then. Quite substantially further away than in the actual movie was the the hot metal yeah. bikini. She's like, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, it's just like I don't know who's yeah. underneath that there thing. There were a few yeah, exactly. slave layers going around. It was oh, hot. but there was. Yeah. It was. It's hot. funny because there was one that I seen that copped out that wore like full pants, and I'm like, that's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> and there was one that actually <laughs> had like the did fucking. Did you see drapes. that one with the thigh <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, oh, judging her. <laughs> What did you wear, Todd? Uh, yeah. I was dressed up as the fucking you fat guy in the jersey. <laughs> the fat guy in, in the jersey. I was cosplaying as jersey. myself. <laughs> the, um, I was Toddsky. Yeah. So yeah, quite literally, we get into the con. We kind of all separate at that point because we're looking around, and like literally 15 minutes after we got there, after she wanted me to or wanted us, sorry, to interview Nat Jones, where even that kind of freaked me out. She texted me. I was just like, "Okay, we're going to get you in to see Nichelle Nichols now." Now, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so. Uh, She's trying to get me. She's like, we're in the green room because it's nice and quiet for you guys. I was thinking she's there doing media interviews, but apparently she was waiting just for us. So really, off to a great start. Uh, I found Steve. Your guys in li- you're waiting in line for Billy D. Williams, I believe. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 And so I'm we like, Steve, come on, I need to help here. And then I, I tracked down Tina, who I completely bailed. I completely well, no, shut you, down. You, no, you got there first. We all got yeah. to the green room. Well, no, 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 no that, that just happened coincidentally. I wasn't yeah. looking for you at all. <laughs> well, fuck you. Right time. <laughs> Go but yeah, quite literally, Tito. Okay, okay. So you lasted two minutes. Then you're like, guys, I'm out, man. I got too much anxiety going on. Meanwhile, I've got the same anxiety as you do. But I'm just like, fuck. I asked for this. Well, so I'm going to go do it. Whether my if I'm going to spiral, then at least it'll be a great soundboard of listen to the fat guy piss off one of the fucking greatest characters in the original Star Trek series. Put right? it on YouTube. It's all good. So she was so nice. 
we got a little yeah. mix up uh, where uh, apparently she wasn't in the green room, green room waiting just for us, but uh, we were waiting on one side of the door, they were waiting on the other. Well, they didn't really check with us to. No, I mean, uh, but I got lip lashed by the actual PR girl from the company. Oh, really? Uh, afterwards, saying, Where are you guys? Why aren't you here? Where are you? And then I was trying to explain. She's like, No, I don't care. Just come over here. And yeah. Michelle Nichols went to her autograph line at that point. So mm-hmm. she's like, Come on, we're going to go to her in the autograph line. I'm like, Oh, great. Oh, that, that's the now beginning it's a real of your fucking club. public. That's a <laughs> real public line instead of just us in the yeah. green room making them ask ourselves so uh, <laughs> Tito's bailed at this point he ran away can I explain myself for a second <laughs> no. <laughs> go ahead no I mean uh, let, cute j- little violin uh, music <laughs> thanks I really appreciate that oh man no like I mean even from the start of this podcast I already told you I had a lot of anxiety of perform- performing on stage like even going to the Metro Shorts I'm not good on stage I've gotten better but it doesn't take away from the fact that I'm somewhat of an introvert, and a lot of people like a lot of people were surprised about that. Like every, I am, yeah, and, and you know, I uh, knew it because you told me. But I mean, just because I can go up and do something doesn't mean I'm comfortable doing it, mm-hmm. let alone want to do it. So uh, yeah, no, I kind of shut down at the con because I'm just kind of like I have so much admiration and respect for these people that I'm just like I'm gonna fucking sound like a retard. <laughs> so. I'd rather no, just bail. And, 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 and the thing is, even even throughout the con, like even with the vendors and stuff, because of that, I completely shut down for the rest of the con. I couldn't make eye contact with people that day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait till we get to the story about passing out the cards. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Anyway. <laughs> well, no, and, and uh, I, I will apologize for putting you in that situation. No, it's, it's nothing to apologize about. I mean, I'm glad in, in retrospect that I actually got to talk with like uh, uh, Chris Claremont, but at the same time, I'm just like, I, at the moment, it's, it's it's like you know pulling teeth, right? You don't want to do it for anything. I know, and, and like it's funny because me and you are the exact same. It's just you you reach that breaking point and you give in and just be like, no, I can't do this. Where I feel the exact same way you do. Where I'm like, I hate this place. I don't want to be here. I want to go home. Really, guys? To, I had a great time. To, to a point where I'm like, fuck it. I did ask for this, and I won't probably yeah, won't get an opportunity yeah. again to do it. I'm gonna go balls in and do it. Could I'm you imagine if we had myself. to interview? Man, you see me freak out. I don't Have even you know this people. Freak out? Like, <laughs> you tend to know her. Up. So okay, we go to the line. Like I, I said, I'm, I'm in the same. The black chick from Lips, Star Trek. Lips. Okay, Lips. all while oh. hating me, saying you loved it. So you're grateful for the opportunity. Steve and Todd are over at Michelle Nichols' table, and we are standing with Sailor Moon and cute little antique chick over in the um, Misha Collins. Yeah, Misha Collins line. We're like waiting for an autograph, and they're like, "Why don't you go?" Oh, because Stacey's like, "I'm gonna go to Christmas line because otherwise we're gonna miss out." So we're so I'm in one line, she's in the other, and then Sailor Moon's like, "I'll save your spot." So then we're over in the charisma line, and we like pretty much intersect. So they're right next to each other. Well, that's charisma yeah. Okay, well before we get awesome. up to that point, <laughs> we're still running through awkward city here trying it's to get awkward. this first interview down. The uh, so Todd's be like, "Hey, you, you, we have from the point that we're here at <laughs> so, the point of the green room to figure out what we're going to ask." I was half expecting you to be like, "So you're black." <laughs> Actually, what? Well, okay, so well, I was going to say something else. I, could, I, I, I was going to say something else. Quick. Every interview I've ever heard of hers is it starts with you did so much for the for the movement, right? Yeah. For the uh, equal that rights was the movement. First thing I thought of. Every interview has said that. Yeah. Go with that. So yeah, so we're going to the green. Tito bails. Uh, the chicks cussing me up because we were late for this. That I've learned afterwards that was specifically for us. So now I'm feeling really bad. 
so she's like, well, come on, we're going to get her before she starts the autographs. So we're literally running over to the autograph line through the floor following this other, uh, her name's Nisha, great girl, um, Nisha from uh, the PR company. And uh, she's just sitting down at her uh, autograph line that's about, uh, I don't know, 20 people, long, 20 people deep, and she pretty much pushes us right to the front and was just like, hi. Pissing off everyone <laughs> that was in front of you guys. Hi, these are the guys that you were waiting for in the green room. They just showed up now. <laughs> I'm like, off to a great start. Yeah, that and, was a bit uh, So finally her, that way. Well, her, I love that clip, though. She's like, this is the interview? Where are the cameras? <laughs> okay, well, <that's, laughs> So her handler was just like, okay, well, in order to... <laughs> Her, in order to get, let's get yeah. through some of this. Or Nishan like, was like, oh, I want to do some autographs first because these people have been waiting. So her it was more like, you better wait until I get some autographs done, yeah. and then I'll so talk. So her to handler, you. Her, well, I don't know what they like to be called, <laughs> rep, I guess. I like handler. handler. My handler yeah, okay. yeah. So it's just That's like, okay, like wait in the back, and we'll do a podcast after when she goes for a break. So we're sitting in the back, and then why did we go in front again? Well. We were set up there, and we were kind of waiting, and I think that they realized that they nobody wanted to just say, okay, can you stop signing autographs for your fans right now and like come and do this interview in the yeah. back, right? She didn't want to disappear, and uh, they, so they didn't like, want to like, ask her to, so yeah. they, they reconsidered. They yeah, were like, so go back out, and you, should, you guys should get in line, and then you, there, she'll probably give you like five minutes or so. As you walk up. Once you get up. As, as long as you wait your turn with the fans. So we're literally waiting in line. Where I'm <laughs> know gonna, your place. Literally, yeah. We're literally waiting in line. I'm going to cut to the clip that we did while we were standing in line because I think we were being kind of funny because it was like that nervous laughter. It was just like, ha, 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 ha. No. <laughs> It's so funny. I love your first line <laughs> off the top of the interview. It's like more of your... Um, what was it, Calgary Airport, like schmoozing. It was so funny. You're like, our podcast is all about asking the actors what they <laughs> think like, what about their... What podcast is this? What actors have we interviewed? <laughs> all else fails lie. Hey, the great cast of Piano College. Okay. Yes, that's right. All right. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Like, all the actors, oh yeah. Celebrities fucking in Fort McMurray. Oh, yes. So me and Steve get fucking to the front, and how it's set up is, is like the actor... Is like on a table with a whole bunch of their promo, like PR pitches, promo pitches from a lot of wide variety of work that they do. So quite literally, <laughs> just remember what you did. What's that? You're like, oh, she's got all her promo and PR pitches. First thing you do, <laughs> it's in the interview. So quite literally, as you'll you hear, in the, arm as you'll hear in the clip that I'm going to put in that. Uh, uh, so we're, we're the Natalie, fucking Natalie. I love you, girl, because like you were like kind of guiding us the whole way and. It's me and Steve literally walk up, and we're just like, get the, uh, and then Natalie's like, these are some po- podcasters are from a very popular podcast in Alberta. And once again, I was like, I wonder what show she's talking about. <laughs> the, uh, and so and she's like, can, can they do an interview right now? And then her handler was just like, okay, can you go tell everyone in line that we're doing a quick podcast and just get everyone just to wait a couple minutes so we don't want to lose anyone? Once again, very much for the fans, very respectable, yeah, and awesome, awesome stuff. But I just want my damn sound bite. <laughs> No, it was totally awesome for her to put the fans definitely ahead of us, especially I feel fucking like shit since she waited for us in the green room. So we didn't have time to set up the gear, so I'm literally running off my off my phone. So yeah. I, and I've never recorded off my phone. I've barely ever used the voice memo. So I'm like the whole time we're trying to do this, I'm trying to like where the fuck is that app? Eventually find it. And I'm like, okay, so I have no idea how this really works oh for like distance wise. I've never used it before. I have no idea. I'm used to a microphone. Even then, you guys all heard this podcast before. I'm barely a fucking sound editor, let alone a, some kind of audio engineer. We the, love uh, you, Todd. Thank you. The, uh, so uh, she's like, okay, so we'll do this pod. We'll, we'll I'll do this interview right now. So literally, I just I start talking because I hit. Record as we were walking up to the fucking to the lineup yeah. to the to the table. 
So I start going into the spiel that you'll hear that Steve's kind of making fun of now. And then she's like, hang on, hang on a second. Is this the interview? And we're like, yes, yes, it is. Well, where's all the cameras? <laughs> we're like, well, no, it's a podcast. It's just an audio interview. Oh, okay. And then uh, actually, I pretty well, much. And also, there was no microphone. You're just kind of holding your phone. So. That's true. And I wasn't holding it properly either. Like, I have it like, clutched to my chest. And Can't you like... see my communicator, <laughs> Lieutenant Uhura? <laughs> so, what you'll hear. <laughs> It was really a... <laughs> You're the comms officer. You should know. You can definitely like hear our nerves at the two because I thought at one, point, at one point there's an interruption and so there was kind of a pause. So I was like, well, we don't want to take up too much more of your time because she wasn't the desk in my back and she's just like... She didn't say anything. No, she, say just, it, keeps going she just keeps going with her story. Well, as if to say, shut the fuck up. And I'm in the middle of something. Yeah, meanwhile, you'll hear like me on top of her, like on top of her pictures, and she's like, can you get off that, please? And I'm just like, fuck, I'm fucking up in front of Michelle Nichols, man. You left in your room, and now you're just <laughs> ruining her. I'm getting like anxiety flashbacks now. Hi, Michelle. Hi there. It's, uh, my name's Totsky. This is Steve. Uh, we're all the way from Fort McMurray, Alberta. It's uh, a bit north of here. Hold on, hold on. Is this the interview? Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Todd and Steve, there was a, a popular Alberta podcast. Okay. So, all right. a few questions. It, did you have... Is this camera or... No, just a microphone. Just recording oh, off my oh, cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We did bring some podcast equipment, but we can't set it up, so okay. we're doing it this way, mobile. Right. I figure we'll just fly by here and just uh, okay. just say a quick hello because uh, you were part of the the Star Trek series. The Star Trek movies were a huge part of my early childhood, and it yes. actually what got me into my sci-fi too. genre. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why uh, we really just wanted to come say hi. Uh, our podcast is all about just asking the actors how they felt about their careers. Yes. And because your career is vast, it's an amazing career, and we just want to know what sticks out with you. All right, thank you. <laughs> Ask away. No, what's your favorite moment of your entire career? Is that all we really want to know? My entire career. It's a vast one, and, and it's such a great one. And, I and just so many moments it. sticks out. There you go. Oh, your entire career. There you go. It, it's there's so many moments. Like uh, me and Steve were actually just talking about uh, your role in Heroes, mm-hmm. and uh, like tell us a bit about it. Like how was that a really memorable one for you? Or well, the, oh yes, very very much so. And a big disappointment as well because um, they were so happy with with uh, with what I did with the scenes that I was in. That can I get you? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> that um, they were going to give me a, a continuous role. Yeah. And then when it got canceled, and it, it got canceled, very uh, unfortunate. It would have been very unfortunate. Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you. There you go. Cool. <laughs> oh, well, I just wanted to say, um, Lieutenant Uhura is one of my all-time favorite female characters. In Mine TV. too. And uh, one of the most one of the most influential ones as well. I know yes. that you're uh, involved with NASA and uh, with the inspiration for some very prominent uh, female astronauts as well. Well, well that was not only female, male as well. Uh, I. The head of, of the recruitment, and the recruitment, the next recruitment was coming up, and I happened to be in Washington, D.C., and he was the biggest trekker on the planet. Oh, wow. He knew every um, episode and all the... And, and so, it, and, and he was a brilliant guy. And um, and it wasn't like, oh, you know. <laughs> he did a, a very wonderful interview with me, and and and, um, and I was very proud of it. You know, I, I really liked what what he did. 
And he remained a friend of mine for years. He became a friend of mine and continued to be to this day. And so it was uh, it was wonderful, as, you know, being acknowledged by NASA anyway. But it came out so well. Uh, and and I met everybody at I, I my first they uh, asked me to meet them at um, to come to um, to um, NASA headquarters and so I'm going like oh gosh NASA I don't know what I thought NASA headquarters was but it's just a building you know with offices. We don't want to take up any more of your time. So I went, and um, I'm just going to an office, you know. And I don't know why I thought it was something different, you know, because it's NASA, uh, you know, the headquarters of the it's got space got such a staple program. in the media. Yeah, yeah, I think, think it's people like... drive flying around. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was regular offices, big, big, uh, three stories in the big office building. And I arrive, you know, uh, you know, serious and so forth. And the office was in function, you know, like offices are, and everything stopped. Everybody in that office looked over me and went... Please with silence. <laughs> and they, even as they were walking like this, it stopped like that. <laughs> Dead in their tracks. Awesome. It was a a huge office infested with trekkers. <laughs> they felt and the presence. Here I it. am coming in there thinking, oh, NASA headquarters, we went to the moon and everything. And I was, you know, like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, I walk in and they're like, she's here. <laughs> Are they like more nervous than you? <laughs> and then I realize trekkers are trekkers and they're we're everywhere. It's the most well-known show, the most well-known yes. actors, the and most the well-known, most, and the most respected for what Gene. Created. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that vision. It's a pioneering yeah. show and a yes. pioneering role for you as well. And, and Gene's um, uh, production of it kind of set them on the map <laughs> of NASA. Yeah. Because people were going, oh yeah, they're going to the moon, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, NASA was NASA. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely incredible. Thanks in no small part to uh, yourself and, thank and you. the entire crew. Thank yeah, you so much. We don't so want to give so much time. Thank you very much. I thank it's been you. an absolute thank honor. Thank you. It's been it's an been honor. It's my pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank and you. I hope that uh, Edmonton treats you well. Oh, always. Oh, so anyway, what resulted was a pretty good fucking six-minute interview that you just heard uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, about literally everyone that she visits has she's so it's kind of ironic because her story was kind of similar to ours where she's nervous as hell going into the NASA headquarters and literally everyone's stopping dead and being nervous because they're in the presence of fucking Lieutenant Uhura. Yeah. This is yeah. Lieutenant Uhura. Like, I was actually this close to saying, you know how many times I jerked off to your scene in the fucking the Final <laughs> oh Frontier? Oh, my God. Good what thing if she that you didn't. To <laughs> <that>? <laughs> Very good thing. 
maybe, maybe she told that story to make you guys feel better. Uh, I'm sure if she did, then she's fuck. Well, she already is incredible. <laughs> she's so, an incredible. But woman. like, she was always like the Star Trek movies. As you'll hear me nervously get into, or I don't even think I fucking said it. Uh, the Star Trek movies is pretty much the introduction to my sci-fi geekness career, and I just absolutely love uh, Star Trek because of those movies. And uh, she she was always the the uh, woman the, the, the sex symbol for that show, and I think even that's a compliment on her part. And because now she was pretty much my first quote unquote celebrity interview, she has an even bigger spot in my heart. So Nichelle Nichols, if you're listening, thank you very much. That was deep. That was that was deep. and your really voice is really like a little Great. Fucking hilarious. Fuck man. That was an epic moment in history, though, talking to Lieutenant Nichols. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I could say I fucking... We, we talked to Lieutenant Uhura, and I have no idea what her character is in Heroes, but that one, too. She was sweet to us. She was nice. I'm sure she, she, she didn't have to be. No, <laughs> no, no she really so did. So you guys really messed up on every turn. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... And that was just the opening thing. hour of the fucking Edmonton awesome. Expo. My favorite part Yeah, I got of, a comment, too, with this story. Uh, of you guys being interviewed was when we walk up to Charisma, Charisma Carpenter and oh Stacey's like Stacey's like I love you and then she touched Stacey no no Stacey's like, the oh, first thing she, I didn't even get to oh, say yeah, anything and say she anything. ran her finger down my stroke my shoulder and, and said something Stacey to me my knees shuddered buckled okay, whoa 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 what <laughs> or guess <laughs> she ran oh her finger God. down your like I ran my finger Who? Charisma, Charisma Carpenter. Carpenter Well, she just Cordelia no, yeah, yeah but was she just like hi no she's like don't do that <laughs> and then she made a she comment about my skin. Like, that's yeah, she incredible. Made, she yeah. like leaned right was. over. My knees like buckled. I shuddered. And she did. My she mouth. See, like, I wish the kill nickels did this to yeah, me. <laughs> my mouth got so dry, and all I could say was, "You're you're you're, you're so beautiful." That's what she did. That's all I did. Was, you're so beautiful. Oh my goodness. I turned so so red. Oh my god. It was so good. And it was happening uh, at the same time that you guys were at Well, yeah, I didn't know this at the time, but Steve's like, that was even ten times harder because I kept hearing my name left to me. I'm Why like, we, no, I was to the right of you. And then I was like, the girls. I, I listened really closely to the interview with Nichelle Nichols. You, you can, can hear You Ash. can hear it a little bit, yeah. You can hear Ash because even yeah, Chino's like, so, is that Ashley? Wow, they're Michelling. Well, they're Michelling. Well, they're Michelling. Why they're Michelling. So while they're interviewing Nichols, we're talking to Charisma, and Ashley's getting an autograph for Steve. So I'm like, so I'm like, which, which, is your favorite picture because I'm trying to like choose which picture or whatever and I heard this from Sailor Moon in the other line and, and she's like well actually I love these two I'm like I will take them both and she's like okay who's this for I'm like Steve Reeve and she's like Steve Reeve is that his Steve real Reeve? name is that his real well, name well I'm trying to think of the next and question and he's that I'm trying, trying to, to talk to oh. Nichols and he's like I'm trying to pay her the you know, respect that I feel she deserves but oh yeah, yeah. I'm swooning like, so Steve fucking Reeve? hard Steve Reeve how do you spell that Steve. Oh God! I can't even Reeve. hear the story. <laughs> like, oh my God! And that's like, quite a mouthful. Like, that's <laughs> <his name. laughs> she's like, is that his real name? Then she's like, is that She's like, is that to do with Superman? Like, oh my God! I love that she yeah. got that. Oh my God! I'm like, oh my God! I love you. Yeah, we're just swooning. Yeah. So where so. was she's Ben while this was happening? Um, ben was looking for a beer garden. Where's the booze? Amongst all these nerds. Oh, the food bar. Give me some Romulan ale or something. No, Ben met up with me in the Misha Collins line. I wasn't gonna make him stand in line for you know like my supernatural like crush. So I'm like, food bar has a panel. You'll really enjoy that. So yeah. Meanwhile, I'm in the bathroom pulling a fucking Troy from Community when he met Levar. Oh, <laughs> 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 a picture. 
I hate two beers. I hate you, Tom. <laughs> oh my god! We should just watch an episode. Oh my god! I watch So so after reading Rainbow. Well, and then you guys, then you then you you send me the text right after that saying. You have to be there for Chris Clarence okay, so, because, well, you, you convinced me because you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say to him. Well, that's exactly it, because me and I was so like, we need Tito. We after need Tito, this we need awkward Tito, we interview, she's like, okay, let's go get some of these interviews done because basically, like, Natalie was awesome. She liked us. We liked her, but she really wanted to get on with her day, and she yeah. was our handler, I guess, right? Yeah. Where she's like, let's get these interviews done so we can, like, you know, can get on with our fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, like, go look at this shit. Let's go to Chris Claremont. And me and Tito were literally like, okay, we can't let Tito out of this one. Uh, like, you Steve, he, like, we yeah. can't leave he's him. the one that fucking knows who Chris Claremont is. And <laughs> no, I'm, I'm familiar, but uh, Tito, amongst all of us, is, is he a writer yeah. for Marvel? Just uh, he the, he wrote. The uh, on, he X-Men. invented the the Uncanny X Men, like the the giant size X Men, which was the first issue that had Colossus, Nightcrawler, Wolverine as X Men members. He wow. wrote that, and he actually wrote like the Phoenix Saga. He wrote the Days of Future. Uh, Passy wrote. Uh, it's called God Loves Man Kills. That's the, oh, the right, art right, that we were right. thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Was yeah. he at the booth on the? Edge? And, and he yeah. created Emma edge. Frost uh, and as among uh, uh, other characters. He, so. he was a comic book writer for seventeen years. Of, uh, and he, he wrote the same X Men series. Well, not the same, like different arcs. Well, I mean, he, he was the X Men writer. Everything you know from the X Men movies years. is from Chris Claremont. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, they didn't even know Wolverine when he first appeared in the comics. They really didn't know how to define him. They were like, is he half man, half animal? Blah blah blah. And then Chris Claremont came in. And he's like, we're going to make him a mutant that has these adamantium claws. And I'm going to explain it during the run of the series. And that's where we get him going to Japan and all that yeah. stuff. Like, really, like, it, it's the reason why Wolverine is the favorite X-Men because of Chris Claremont, right? It's awesome that you guys, like, were able to kind of, like, actually interview him and, like, over, like get out of the bathroom and do it. Because I mean, he was sitting at his yeah. table oh and I wanted to go up for an yeah. autograph. And God. I'm standing I'm there and I'm choking be. up. And I'm like, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I think I I've seen him. And I walk well, away. Yeah, and yeah. Like, he had the Star Wars fucking so, comic. Well, <laughs> so we get this. We, we walk over. And that is okay. Let's go see if Chris is there. Chris just got to his table. He had a bit of a line. So Ned is okay. Let's just wait until he, he goes into a bit of a line. And then we'll, we'll, we'll get you guys to interview him. What's your name? The, uh, his... Uh, we get to Beth okay, in a second. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> and, handle it. Uh, so as Natalie is just like, who else do you got? And I was like, well, I really want to talk to Jessica Negri. I know she's here, and uh, I just we're, we're already two in here. And Jessica, <clears throat> no offense to her, but she's on the lower end of the celebrity scale, I should say. Like, I w- wouldn't be as nervous talking to her. Was the point? And I'm like, hey, let's just go with her, and, and we'll call it. A well, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put her. her on the lower end. I would just say she's she's not as iconic as some of the okay, other people that were Good there. Point. Oh, sh- when she yeah. listens to this, because you know, Dan yeah, she's like well. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll know what I was getting at. So uh, Natalie's like, okay, I'm gonna try to find Jessica Negri. Um, and she introduced uh, I was the, trying to uh, find you because yeah. I'm like I'm not letting Tito get away with this one so I'm trying to track Tito down and she kind of introduced you to Beth so that's when you uh, got introduced to a, a really cool woman yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, what the whole plan was we'll take us through well because well, uh, she was trying to clarify just like Nichelle was the, you know what kind of interview it was she's like usually if it's like a video interview we'll get him while he's interacting with the fans uh, mm-hmm. and, and signing um, memorabilia and things like that and I'm like well it's just we're recording from our phone and she's starting to poke fun at us already. She's like, that'll sound great. I'm like, and we're only going to take a couple minutes of his time. I don't want to like, you know, impose on the fans and all of a sudden he pipes in. Chris looks over at me and he's like, oh, you only want a couple of minutes of my time? And I'm like, oh, 
Oh, I'm bombing so hard right now. It's not that you're not worth it. Word is not worth it. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. But no, that was awesome. And she's like, well, do you want to do it inter- while he's interacting with the fans? And I just went for it. I said, yeah, why not? Let's try and get that, see how it sounds on tape. Which, yeah. uh, so that was the plan. And meanwhile, like, I'm trying to crack down Tito. And you're just like, I'm over here. And in my head, I'm like, this fucker is like probably sees me. And he's purposely staying out of my vision <laughs> just out of range. to avoid me. <laughs> but finally, I see him walk Very through a crowd. And he's One like, of those uh, tell us world of science. Like, <laughs> you know what I <laughs> I can't see you. my eyes popping from time to time. I don't know where you are, Todd. I'm not too sure. I'm over here. I'm, I'm right where you sit. Under a Star Wars line. I'm the here. Phone and I can also hear you. <laughs> so meanwhile, I finally see here. Tina just kind of materializes like print style from the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> just missed. <laughs> The, uh, so finally we walk over and like I said uh, Steve go talk to her first but then we met Beth uh, we still uh, I'd like to think she's uh, she is his wife but we don't know for sure but we will find out because that's I'm going to email her and I'm thinking we're going they're to, very close yeah either way and she is I am positive that's what Natalie told me when she introduced me oh, okay yeah <laughs> she's waiting for his okay, wife to get back sh- okay cool Beth you are awesome and I, I really do think you will listen to this because you're pretty interested in, in what we had to, to think and say uh, because you gave us a, a website that we're going to go to it's chrisclaremont.com uh, chrisclaremont.com the official gonna, website and she's going to put all uh, make it a real interactive site and everything like there's going to be tons of content coming in the very near future she yeah said. definitely yeah. and uh, hopefully we're part of it because we're going to send her a link to this show and everything she was utterly awesome so beth when you hear this thank you very very much you were totally rad and totally awesome uh so what the fuck chris claremont say shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up we're trying to get to, to the, the clip don't play the interview no, no. The uh, Benjamin, get to business. Well, yeah. No, because like she Who cares about Beth. She, we do, I do, because she set it up for us completely. Because quite literally, she's like, "Hey, you guys are going to sit here and we're going to interview him while he's signing autographs." And he was just taking I care love of that picture. Taking a he few, kind of looks like the Phoenix. That. Taking a few more, and she was just like, "No, <laughs> that's where he got the idea from." Uh, she was just taking a few more autographs. She's like, "Well, where's Fort McMurray from?" Or Fort? She said it wrong first. Where's Fort McMurray from? And you'll hear Fort it in the interview. And quite literally, when he said oil sands, her eyes just kind of popped up, and it was just like, "Oh yeah, everyone knows what the oil sands." Are. Maybe I shouldn't really say that to these people. This interview is over. Yeah, you're from that place where the dog, Keystone Pipeline dogs. is. Yeah, get him out of here. The um, but no, the she, con turns on she was really cool uh, <laughs> to a point where she even grabbed uh, Chris's head and was just like, "Focus, focus on these guys, focus on these guys." <laughs> and uh, quite literally, we had his attention for a second. And uh, well, actually, right before we talked to him for the first question, uh, we could hear on the audio tape that you guys will hear for the interview that I'll cut into. Uh, quite literally, you see a guy's like, "Here's a comic book, but I'm not too sure if it's written by you." <laughs> and Chris Claremont's just like, "Well, you know, a good way to find that end is if you look at the credits." And the guy's just like, ha, uh, uh. But he wasn't mean about it or anything, no, no, but no. it was just very matter-of-factly. He, he was just, it was like a dry humor. It yeah, was like, very much a, yeah. It's, oh, it's the credits. It's the credits. Yeah. And I, you, I couched it in audio. I was actually really impressed how he knows his work from even so long ago, because when that one girl, she was, she showed him yeah, that comic. Yeah. And oh, he immediately know knew where in the story that yeah. comic was from, this and I thought two-thirds of a way. I thought it was really her. cool. I'm like, okay, he wrote them. I wouldn't have. How but I mean, he wrote them so long ago, from like the 70s. So much, yeah. yeah. 
But so basically yeah. what you just heard was the interview with Chris Claremont, and I fucking <laughs> love hearing this guy talk, man. He literally, like, Tito, kudos on this one. Regardless of how your nerves was, you jumped right in yes, there and it made it so sound much. fucking awesome. Well, I kinda, I, honestly, I kind of zoned out. I had to hear the interview. <laughs> you asked the dynamite <laughs> question. into auto mode at that point because I'm like, like Hansel. Where, do I, where was What it? happened? I, I went monk. But no, yeah. um, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't sound, uh, I, I, I didn't offend him or I didn't sound uh, like, because uh, I didn't want to ask him a generic question for starters. And the other thing, like, he, his answer was very earnest, actually. The fact that, like, him being in the industry for so long allowed him to do that. And I actually, I, I wanted to know what his thoughts were on the fact that, like, like you know, we've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We've got the New 52. We've got, uh, uh, what's it called, um, Flashpoint. Like, so many things have been rebooted. And even in the Marvel Universe, you've got the main Marvel U and the ultimate Marvel U. Like, there's all the all this reboot stuff happening. How do you keep the longevity of these, uh, these characters? And how do you make these stories iconic like they used to be? Like, the death of Gwen Stacy is still considered one of the big Spider-Man arcs of all time because no one really fucked with it, right? And mm-hmm. no one's fucked with his stuff either. But now we've got stuff that, you know, every every year or two, there's, like, this cataclysmic event that kills everyone, and then everything gets rebooted. And he just said, he basically, it's, it's so simple and logical the way he put it. He's just like, just come up with a good idea. And keep to it. Don't don't bail off the ship just because things are getting bad. Like things might be rough, right? Like so. No, it's just well. Really and like he was able to keep like the longer writer you are, obviously the better you can at keeping control over what you yeah. want to write about. And it's mm. like he was doing it for seventeen years. This is why he has such control over everything because he was able to guide what he wanted the characters to do for the full time he was writing. He's, he like he gave a point of Josh Whedon was only there for two years. Yeah. So his his. You can see, you can tell that oh, this is a Josh Whedon arc because he only had two years to kind of do his thing, and then he left, right? Yeah. And he holds the world record for being the longest comic book writer for for a period yeah, of time. And, right? and, and before that, it was um, actually it's recently been broken. But before that, it was Stanley and Steve Ditko for Amazing Spider-Man. But that was recently broken by Mark Bagley and uh, Mark. I want to say Mark Miller, but that wouldn't be right for Ultimate Spider-Man. They did 111 issues, and oh, wow. and Steve Ditko and Stan Lee did 100 for uh, for Spy- Amazing Spider-Man. They oh, did okay. the first 100 issues. So I mean, and, and I mean, if you take into a 17-year span, that's a lot. Especially seeing as he didn't just write for Uncanny; he wrote for several other comics yeah, too, right? He so. was actual, and it's just interesting because we, uh, as you heard, we also asked him about. Well, not we. Tito asked him about what advice he does to get into the business and it's kind of neat that that's where we heard the Comic Con clip or San Diego uh, San Diego Con clip where he's like oh San Diego's kind of gone media and where he's like where you want to go is to actual comic book conventions mm-hmm. like Chicago and New York is the two specifically he named and of course to have a, a yeah. background a professional background dude was insanely awesome to talk to I really want to talk to him again I want to talk to Beth again because I think she was just as cool as well uh, we, we talked to an actual comic book writer at a comic con yeah how fucking cool is that right it's great like, I just choked in line and then turned and walked away and I'm like I'm not worthy and he was being so awesome to the to the crowd too like to his uh, to his <laughs> fans where one actually got him like a little knitted uh, dark phoenix yeah, yeah. Uh, phoenix thing where you'll hear you can hear it on the clip when we heard it that oh what is this yeah yeah is this a voodoo doll we'll get there 40 below what do I really want to know <laughs> I Well, she, she claimed it was Celsius, but it turned out to be Fahrenheit. Have a good convention. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Your eyes can't close. <laughs> and have a really good Halloween. Thank you. 
You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, so look, these guys have a podcast. Wait, hang okay. on one second. I'm going to oh, yeah. do a little introduction here. You, look, that way. Hi. Totsky. <laughs> yes. Tito. Tito. Pleasure. Steve. 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 Cool. We do a podcast north. We can In talk. Fort Murray, wherever Fort Murray is. Fort, Fort McMurray. <laughs> Fort McMurray? Yeah. Close enough. Almost like Alaska. Almost. Yeah. It's giant. Okay, Alaska. No. Really far up north. Uh, yeah, we can just talk What's while you're signing. Fort McMurray. Uh, ever hear the oil sands? Yeah. There. That's, that, that's yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, so you the industry's so out. So you got a lot of guys who probably like comics and stuff like that. Absolutely. A lot of people looking for to escape. Do in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> yes. pretty much. A lot of people looking forward to stuff like this to travel down to to get away from town, right? I, I had a cousin that was working in Little Lake for like I was wondering for these ones. I don't know if... Really? Sure you like, did, but I'm yeah, wondering. I suppose the easiest way to check it out. Got a pretty good uh, infrastructure. Like there is to look on the credits. Yeah, well, not much. On this one, well, the this, this, this one and the other one. Not uh, I think this is. We gave it up when one of the guys was eaten by a polar bear when he was drunk coming in on shift. That's enough to make Larry. That's enough to make anyone quit. The polar bear appears he was. Larry and Sylvester. This is good stuff. Yeah, it's a good storyline. Anyway, so these guys are podcast. They're going to ask you questions as you sign. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, Thanks, I, I guess I'll leave. Um, first and foremost, I mean, uh, we're big fans of yours. Uh, I mean, you. you could. Uh, a lot of people make the argument that uh, you're kind of the father of the modern graphic novel, given the fact that you were writing stories more complex than most other writers of, of your time. And uh, given the Thanks, popularity of the, of the X-Men franchise, how it is now, I'm wondering if you feel that uh, it's been true to what your, your original ideas were back when you started writing for them, or has it just taken its own... It, it, has it gone... Grabbed the ball itself and just made it its own thing at this point? No, I think that, that every... When you're talking about quite a, a serious amount of time, uh, the X-Men has moved on from my vision the same way that... I would suspect Superman has moved on from Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster's vision, that the Fantastic Four has moved on from Stanley and Jack Kirby's vision. It's, it's the, the nature of the beast, different, different creators, different times. The main difference between me and other notable writers on X-Men, for example, is that I stuck around forever. I mean, Joss Whedon did a couple of years on uh, Astonishing X-Men. Yeah. I did 16 and a half. Uh, that's something that no one else currently has ever done, and it's probably not likely to happen again. So that's how these things mold, is when writers go on, someone takes on a new mantle and just kind of writes it with their own... Well, it's redefined according to how they see the stories, the characters, and the market, but also the state of the publishing industry has changed. When I started, Stan was still publisher, and the reality was he he hired people who were the, ideally the, at the top of their craft. If they did the series correctly, if they did a good job, if they did saleable enjoyable stories you left them alone and, and moved on to the next book let them do their own um, over the last couple of decades there has been an increasing degree of editorial 
fiat control, what have you, over the actual stories themselves. So that now, uh, for example, at Marvel, what you have is the editorial, the editors, Axel and, and the, the senior edit, the group editors and the book editors, getting together with a, a specified selection of top writers. And they structure out the next couple of years' worth of, of titles in terms of crossovers, major like events, arcs, too, like, arcs yeah. whatever. This is, this is the formula that they feel works best for them and for today's market. Oh, interesting. It's totally different from what I was used to, but that's the evolution of the, of the business. Goes. Excellent. Who would you like it made out to? Simone, S-A-M-O-N-E. Excellent. Yeah, what uh, what sort of advice would you give uh, writers that are just getting into the business now, seeing as uh, how, how it's changed, like reboots are happening every couple of years at this point. I mean, how, how does a writer keep keep with those characters if they keep getting reimagined every, every two to five years at this point? Well, I would su- suspect one way to do it would be to come up with a really brilliant idea of your Thank own you. on how it can be rebooted that no one else has ever thought of. But uh, for the other... The, I know it's silly. I make, I crochet little plush toys, and so I write you dark paintings. That's really cool. It's amazing. But it's not a voodoo doll. <laughs> no pins. <laughs> I sure hope not. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I don't know. That's an interesting way of looking at it. I picked this because this was the first Marvel comic I ever owned. And so it's not in great shape or anything. Uh, this is cool. No, no, no. It's, it's actually mid, a third of the way through a really cool arc. So what do you mean by that? You know, it was just a friend gave it to me when we were kids. And that was kind of where things started. Would you like a personalized? That would be lovely. To my, my name is Ari, E-R-I. And you're with Geek Badge? Yes. Cool. So just to finish this off, uh, so we don't take up too much of your time, uh, about having a, uh, a good arc and having a good story is a good way to get into the business. It also seems the, the best way to get to Marvel is to arrive at the door as a practicing professional. Okay. To have sales either with other companies or other uh, pro sales, book sales. But the, the problem is I'm, I'm looking at it from the outside and yeah. way out on the outside. The ideal circumstance is if you want, if you're serious about wanting to be in the business, then you need to go to one of the major U.S. conventions, Chicago, uh, New York, San Diego. New York. I'm not sure about San Diego as much anymore because it's so media-oriented, but somewhere where you can sit down and get five minutes with Marvel editors, with DC editors, with Dark Horse editors, with uh, image editors, and find out what it is they want, what kind of parameters they're looking for in submissions, what kind of... What, what excites them, what doesn't excite them, and take it from there. Excellent. That's about it. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Pleasure was mine. Thank Absolutely. you very much for coming.
Pashaw. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Pleasure. Thanks. So, uh, Chris, Oz at uh, www.chrisclaremont.com. Go check it out. Uh, check it, check out stuff that he's doing now, stuff they did in the past. Like he said, he, he really knew his work where he said, oh, this is issue two. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, that, that I think that just kind of goes to show, like, when you're passionate about what you do, right? Like uh, that, that's got to be a sign, a sign of someone who really cares about their work, right? And the yeah. thing, I mean, the fact that he doesn't have to do this stuff, right? He doesn't have to go to these cons and stuff, but he does, right? And he has a lot. He gives uh, fans the same respect that they give him. And like you know, so often there's so many. Like that's, I think that's part of the reason why, like, I got so nervous is just the fact that like. You have this image of this person, and you see all this stuff where like celebrities don't like to don't like to be approached and all that sort of stuff, and you think that they're gonna be, you know, like fuck off type right. type attitude, but they're just so like such nice yeah. people, and like they're uh, I guess to really nerd out with it, it's like they're everything you wanted them to be and more, more. because yeah. they're so much more personable than you would ever expect them to be, mm-hmm. right? Was Meanwhile, he, you look like the asshole because you're the nervous one. Was he the booth when he had like the Star Wars? No, he was pictures. right next to. You. Yeah, because I walked up to that, and he like he st- was he like he had like gray hair, right? Ball and he stood up, and, he yeah. stood up and started walking to me, and I was like, had this, <laughs> I had this urge to fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, see, that's what I did. That so must have been him, right? <laughs> well, interesting enough, as we're waiting, know who it was, as we're waiting to interview Chris Claremont, I'm talking to Robert Bailey, who's an artist. For uh, some of the Star Wars comics, he does a lot of Star mm. Wars art. That's who. That's who. That's, who, that's, that's the guy in the glasses. Yeah, yeah. In, I think it was glasses in the, in the suit. And uh, so he was just standing there, and I'm like, I, I didn't. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. Like I had no idea who Robert Bailey was before I started talking to him. But he's standing there, just kind of looking around. No one's in his table. No one's in his booth at the time. It was busy, but at the time there was no one there. But behind him is a picture of George Lucas with the guy that mm-hmm. I'm looking at that's standing there. So I'm like, okay, that must be Robert Bailey, right? <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Mr. Bailey, pleasure to meet you. And uh, he was just like, oh, hi, how's it going? And we talked about everything but his craft. We were talking about airports. And, uh, well, I asked him, I was like, oh, how are you enjoying the con? And he was like, oh, really good. He's like, I wasn't expecting it to be this busy. Like, this is really good, he said. And we were just talking, talking about airports then, and I told him a story about the first time I flew in LAX during a fire alarm and how crazy it was. And then he told me a story about how uh, he was in San Francisco and people were, like, lying on the ground because it was so busy. That was pretty much my Robert Bailey It's cool to just chat like that, just like a normal, like, no, really man-to-man cool. conversation. Yeah. You know, no, it's like. just really neat. And then a bunch of people started flooding him looking at his art, which he had some pretty epic yeah. art, right, from oh, Star yeah. Wars. He fucking draws Yeah, Star that's Wars, what I was right? looking at. It must have been the guy that... Yeah, well, yeah. When you were kind of posters, that's who it was. Yeah, it was. It was like the stills of the comic yeah. that he drew. Yeah, like hundred bucks each. Yeah, that's well, pretty awesome. I think we all really got to meet someone that was iconic. To to if us. I had lots of money, I would have fucking. I would have suffered greatly at that. Well, show. you and that shield, man. The entire con, you were just like <laughs> eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. The um, okay. What so, if I th- bring you three pendants? Will you give it to me then? <laughs> so after there was a booth that sold them. After oh Chris, God, that after Chris, uh, we go and sh- and Natalie. Um, I'll go well, I went to the washroom well, to no, get sick. Hold on, I got to I got to clean because right before we left, we talked to one of the organizers. Yeah. yeah. So basically, after we left, Chris, uh, she's like, "Hey, I found just Jessica." Like a sweetie miss. <laughs> hey. So basically, after we left, Chris, uh, Natalie found Jessica. She can't know where Jessica's table is, but she's like, "I want to introduce you to one of the organizers of this expo, Stephen Hodges." 
And she's like, why don't you guys do a quick clip with him? It was, it was so cool. He's just walking up because yeah. a friend of Natalie saw her and then another this yeah, guy, yeah. Steve, walked up and then he's just like, yeah, I'll give you a couple clips. I don't care if my voice is, you know. Yeah, you know, as you after, can hear it. So well, on after, on after I was just like, oh, this is just a podcast anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you'll hear him. Yeah, totally, disc- totally see through our smoke screen. <laughs> yeah, but willing to give us a really good uh, Oh, no, no. He, he, we're going like to talk to him again. I, I would really like us to follow up with him because yep. I, I think, one, he's more approachable because he's not as intimidating. I mean, no offense to him at all, but at the same time, he's a wealth of knowledge because he's he met all these people. He's been involved in yeah. all these events, right? So yeah, we'll be talking to really the, funny guy too. We'll actually. be talking to Stephen Hodges, uh, as you heard from the clip. Hopefully, Jessica's at the Cherry Sauce booth, and there's it's a local artist, an Edmonton-based guy, and his friend. They were like besties since they were kids, and it was like, oh man, we love playtime. So they've incorporated this playtime and fun and creativity. It's create, inspire, imagine. This is actually one of their things. Okay, I sleep in this. I love that. So <laughs> Where, where are they? They're, they're at Jessica's pool. We're taking you. Um, and and Jessica sauce. met the cherry sauce guys in Vancouver. And Jason's a good friend of mine. And so is Mike. And Jason's like, dude, Jessica Neger's here. I'm like, oh, my God. Because, you know, you saw the Pikachu picture. Everyone's seen the Pikachu picture. <laughs> <laughs> and the, true. And honestly, she's like, she's so humble about it. Though. She's like, I was just a gal that made a costume. So I'm posting on the internet now. Everybody wants to meet me. It's just like she's like I don't understand this. I love it. I love meeting people. I'm so excited to be here. And she's so genuine about it. Oh, she's right on. Hugging people in her photo op. She's doing all these great poses. She's gonna be a great. <laughs> she's gonna be a great soundbite. I can tell you that. Oh, cool. As, as I am the walking soundbite. Well. <laughs> so, but like, how how did you get all involved in this? Like, was I've been involved. Um, I've been involved. <laughs> I've been involved with the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo since 2008. I was but a lowly public relations student at Mount Royal <laughs> and I was actually doing some publicity work for the Calgary Underground Film Festival Nice. and during that time I was connected with Kendrick Spong who's the event director of Calgary and now he's one of the event directors in Edmonton so I came in and one of my first show experiences was I was doing media, PR, volunteering helping out awesome podcasts were actually just a gleam in the the internet's eye back in 2000. Sparkle. Yeah, it was just a sparkle. But yeah, we were doing. I was doing. And since it's fun at the market. And the good folks at Gay Calgary Magazine, all that, and I was interviewing them. And one of my big jobs was actually driving around George K. Nice. So it's George K. and Brad Wall, his uh, his husband. And I was driving George around, and George is amazing. He's so good with the fans. Like, George is the type of guy that if he's walking the hall, he could be 100 people. And if 100 people wanted to stop him, you have to literally force him away, away from Because people. he will talk to all 100 people. Yeah. Because these people have supported him through all these yeah. years. So yeah. George and his, like... I can probably do a better George impression now because my voice is like this, but he's like, it's so nice to meet you, Steve. I'm George. I'm like, and I'm geeking out. I'm like, George the King's oh my in my Jeep. Yeah. George the King's in my Jeep. And he's just so nice. He's like, oh, yes. And I was talking about, at the time, he did this, like, it was a really brief stint on this, like, celebrity talent show. And actually, George was singing country music. So I made that, and he's like, oh, you noticed I that. He's like, how dreadfully embarrassing. <laughs> but um, he was awesome. He was amazing. And from that point on, I was hooked. Yeah. And from that point, I'm just like, I need to get more involved with this. So I started volunteering, going to other events such as the Edmonton Tattoo Show, such as various other pop culture. So is this home base for you? Like Edmonton's home I'm based breath? out of Edmonton. Right on. I love Calgary. And yeah. now to have a show in Edmonton, yeah. I'm just going to be a giant. I'm going everywhere. Go, now, man. Give yeah, her. I have, I, have a, I have a question that's a little bit on the left side, where... Um, uh, San Diego and New York, they've had instances where people have actually gotten really aggressive on the floors or yeah. in, in the halls. Has Calgary or Edmonton, have you guys had any close calls of that sort? Well, I don't know.
know if you know about this, but Calgary is kind of a big deal this year. Um, well, we the people, you know what? We don't, we don't, we don't tolerate abuse. Mm-hmm. We don't tolerate inflammatory comment. Like we're all fans ourselves. Like yeah. the organizers of the show are fans, and yeah. we're putting the show on. Like there are so many members of our organizing committee that. They do this because of the goodwill. Like, I'm not here to meet celebrities. It's cool. I have George K stories, and I have these individuals. Yeah, yeah. Like, Leonard Nimoy gave me a fist bump, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I, got to introduce, I got to introduce Leonard to the town of Vulcan. I was at that event. That's I mean, awesome. I was part of history. But it's not about that for me. It's about the, the fans coming up to me, and they're like, excuse me. You're a candidate. you want to get a picture Do you work for the show? And I'm like, yes. As a matter of fact, I do. They're like, thank you. Well, this one person a- asked me for a photo one year. I'm like, are you kidding me? They're like, no, like, you put this on. And it's a labor of love. We're here in Edmonton now because Edmontonians showed the Calgary show outrageous, amazing. This is the first year for this This type is the first the, show yeah. of this scale. Yeah. So, yeah. so the story is Shane Turgeon from the Edmonton Turgeon. I can't say it right now because I have no books. But Shane <laughs> Turgeon, who now runs Shane's a Grey in town, a tattoo shop, comic book yep. store and everything. Did the Edmonton Collectible Tony Comic Book Show? He's a collector himself. He's got this, and that was going on for a few years. It was, yeah. And but Shane always thought that Edmontonians deserved more. Mm. They needed this fan experience that people could that Edmontonians deserve. Yeah, on par with the other ones. Yeah, and Kenrys also wanted to bring a show in, so they started playing in the same sandbox. They've always been working together. Mm. When I was still doing just stuff for Calgary, I'd come up to Shane's show and promote our show, and likewise, nice. when Shane's show was coming up, I'd help him spread the love of yeah. his. So now we have this show. And what I want to see as a person living in Edmonton is I want to see a unique fan experience Absolutely. that Edmontonians can have. And actually, Calgarians are coming up for. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, you got three people from Fort McMurray oh, that yeah. made the yeah. trek down three for this awesome one, right? Three awesome Fort McMurray. <laughs> <laughs> they took the crazy highway to Edmonton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Extra crazy. The famous highway. And I'm sure there's probably a few more Fort Mac people here, oh, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, no, like, I'm hearing Calgarians are coming up for Edmonton. Yeah. Edmonton's going down to Calgary. Every six months, you're going to have a geek fan experience somewhere in within radius province, of going yeah which is amazing for this like there's so many creatives there's so many amazing creative people Absolutely. and this is a great way of getting their word out there's some awesome comics and illustrators the guys like the cherry sauce story for example they're, yeah. they're local artists that went to New York last year yeah. they came to New York last week take story take yeah. two on that one <laughs> Yeah, we'll edit this one out. <laughs> but yeah, like New York, people get aggressive. People have this sense of entitlement. And what the fans need to know is we love them. Yeah. yeah. They're the reason why we're here. Mm. Absolutely. So. Oh, for sure. Man. And I was actually, last night, coming back from emceeing my best friend's wedding in Calgary. And in between my wedding announcements and all that, I was checking Twitter. And the, the feedback on Twitter has been overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. And it's been a big thank you to our volunteers. Absolutely. To the amazing staff in Northlands and to all our show staff because we are putting on a fantastic show. And in turn, we're going to take what we're learning here today. And in five or six months, we're going to go to Calgary and we're going to be a better show. All again. Not then, necessarily a bigger show, but we're going to be a better show. Always well, learning. From one gig to another, thank you very much. No problem. For sure, man. For sure. What was your name? I'm, I'm Steve Hodges. Steve Hodges. <laughs> Spokesperson. And co-organizer and the last, I don't know, you guys are just pod, so that's cool. <laughs> you, got a, yeah. <laughs> you got a Twitter? Yeah. I do. It's um, it's at Edmonton Expo. Oh, you're the one that I've been tweeting about? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, or at Hedgehog. I don't have a yeah. car on me, but yeah, I, might I, have one, I might have one in the cherry sauce booth. Okay. So come back and give you guys a card. For sure, I got one for you as well. So, no, Sweet. pleasure, man. Cheers, Absolutely. Guys. And I'd love to sit down and chat with you more about yeah, this kind of I stuff, man. That. For sure. All right, thanks, it's man. Great. No, are you guys having a good show? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys drove down this morning, too, right? Yeah. 
Uh, we'll be talking to him more, yeah, hopefully in the future. Because, dude, like, this guy was one of the guys that helped organize the fucking Edmonton Expo. 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 Uh, he was involved in the Calgary one. As, and just like you said on this podcast many times before, yeah. he started as a volunteer. And look at him now. He's one of the organizers of the Edmonton Expo. That's pretty fucking cool, and What did right? you say, Tito? It's not the Expo that they need. It's the Expo they deserve. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Stephen Hodges, hopefully we'll hear some more with him in the future. Great guy. And we definitely want to hear more. Gave a wicked story about uh, George Takai. 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 Sorry. Takai. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Then if we you ever have to remember, just remember, it's okay to be Takai. Nice. Yeah. So that's, then we, his, that's his slogan, hey? It's but, okay because, to be Because he did this whole thing where people uh, use uh, gay as the dero- derogative, right? Actually, we had a podcast all about that, right? Yeah. And, and gay as a derogative, he's like, so instead of saying gay, say Takei. So <laughs> it's okay to be Takei. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so literally me and Steve, uh, Tito at that point bails because we're like, we're going to interview. Well, no, I needed, I needed to, I, I had sensory overload after Chris Claremont. I really needed to, I literally, that, that's after Chris Claremont, that's when I left the floor and I just sat for a while and just like zoned out on my phone and that's when I look up and right across from me it's like the usual suspects but it's <laughs> Harlequin Batman uh, Catwoman and Bane on his cell phone against and, and I took wall. a picture and they're just like leaning against the wall I'm like Oh my god, this is too much. <laughs> like I'm I can't to get deal away. with all this. Check it out on Tito's Instagram and Hypertonic. It's pretty funny. I got shot. a pretty sweet shot with the, those guys as well. well let's I can't talk release about, yet. Let's talk about all the stuff that we did, because at that point, uh, we went and seen Jessica Negri to get the last interview well, of the day. I think it's but hilarious, they the said, story of yeah, we're gonna these go, two. Yeah, we're going to go into that, because like, she said, come back after my panel. And right, yeah. Get an interview. So we had like two hours to ourselves. Finally, I because I, I, at this point, I don't think neither of us have actually enjoyed the the, the comic book floor or the well, comic con floor. No time to actually really look around. So let's hear some stories from the the autograph line from the ladies. Oh man, <laughs> Billy D. Williams, hilarious. Oh my god, it was. So I'm funny. sweating like she bullets. Was like, I'm like, nervous. If I start talking, fuck. shut I'm me like, up. Don't let me call him Lando. Don't let me call him Lando. Yeah, so she. It'd be awesome if you guys shut up and he's like, "You really belong so, with me up here at the front of the line." <laughs> I'm nervous as hell. Oh god. I hope he amongst that. the clouds. Fuck. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, his handler tries to buy my necklace, which just had Pow on it. I didn't want to be like, I got it from a Halloween store. So you know, so, she, so he's like, so, Where did you get it from? I'm She's stuttering. Like, uh, uh, oh, I'm like, she got it from Etsy, <laughs> and that just blew Billy D's. I was like, What is what is this Etsy? So did he have the voice going? Yeah, like, he's what, what is what is this Etsy? Like voice. And he says what Etsy was, so she told him. I'm trying to describe. Like it's like an eBay for lots of like craft sellers and like people with cool stuff. Not he's just like, like a bunch of shit. He's like, so and he's like, well, how do I use it? He's like, how do I want to buy eBay? this? How do I get it? <laughs> there's, a, there's a search bar. <laughs> he, gave me a piece of, he gave me a piece of paper to write it down for him. This website yeah. keeps sounding worse and worse ever all the time. <laughs> yeah, we gave him yeah. life advice. Well, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, so it kind of blew awesome. his mind. I got his autograph and I was just like shaking and nervous. Oh, and then right yeah. after that, I got into the line from Misha Collins, which was ridiculously awkward. And this is the first time I really like asked her anybody's autograph ever. So I didn't know expect them to converse with me just kind of sign it like oh how's it going and see you later and Name. The, the girls in front of me are having this huge conversation oh, yeah. with Misha Collins the and he's like what like, was they that had about to like some man falling some guy falling from the sky and creating and, a sonic boom yeah, yeah anyway, the red oh the free fall oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway I, he looks like, funny. I couldn't but keep we up like, with that conversation how the fuck are we gonna the best part is she hands him like a wax envelope like an envelope for the wax seal with a wax seal with his name on it and like, stuff. Written all in. Drug money. And then his hand. 
handler had to like shove them away and I'm like oh I'm sorry to interrupt your super cool awesome conversation I don't know what to say to you like, I'm like I'm really nervous like, I haven't slept much yeah I know she's just going and he's like Hey. <laughs> and he's like, wait, wait. He's like, you just. He's like, he's like, you you left last night after work. Where, where do you work? And I'm like, oh, I'm a mom. He's like, are you a stripper? <laughs> yeah, he asked me. And I'm like, no, no. I occasionally take photos of strippers. Sometimes they work late. Mr. No, Sir, she's uh, like, she's like, I'm actually a photographer. He's like, do you take photographs of strippers? <laughs> and we're like, it was so awful. He's like. Are you a stripper? He <laughs> was fucking. Are you a stripper? I was reading. No. <laughs> he was like, leaning Zip. across the table. Are you a stripper? Like, oh come on, you should call us. Pushes you aside. Is anybody a stripper? stripper? Meanwhile, this is this is about a fifty percent where uh, Ashley's looking like Black this- Widow in the middle of the Battle of New York. Her suit's like falling apart. Yeah, her suit starts. At this point, I'm just like, I'm gonna leave now. Okay, goodbye, people in front of me. Go ahead, bye. See you later. Gone. Gone. Oh God. Like. It was like uh, word vomit. What picture like, did you get? What picture of uh, of Billy D did you get? Like, what what's the image? Oh Harvey Dent, God. wasn't it? It's what? Wasn't I think I did Dent? get the Harvey Dent one. Yeah, I debated over oh, that the Harvey Dent, Dent one. Nice. That's awesome, actually. That yeah. is. That's fucking. A lot of people don't <gasps> I know. Found me on the internet. <laughs> nice. You're all over that's the, the best feeling ever. <laughs> oh, I found a picture of me looking badass on the internet. Like yeah. so. Meanwhile, as so, we're walking the floor, um, like, as we're walking the floor, it was really surprising. I have a photo because, um, like, when we first entered, people were all over Ashley, and like the first person <laughs> to ask to take a photo, I happened to be taking a photo. So I have a photo of her face that's just like lit up with glee. Like, they're like, they're like can I take a photo of you? And I'm like, yes. And then who was it? Like, like a girl? I'll take a photo at the same time. I'm like, I need my gun. So I'm like running like happily towards my gun. And it's and pretty much the like, best picture of life. Yeah, you like it, it's interesting because like. That was my, my thought process. Like, holy crap, you can make a living off of this, Ash. Because like, uh, people have. I, just I, I went. Well, I, I go. I, I find Ash on the floor, and she's buying these slippers. Uh, what, what kind of slippers were they? Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington slippers. I'm like, hey, Ash. And then this guy's like, can I take your picture? <laughs> Sure. Like holy like, shit! It's like, like, happened so many times. So yeah. many times. But the ratio of people asking me dropped drastically oh, when sorry. you were around a man. Whenever I was around you guys, anytime I was around one of the boys, like the guys would shy away. But whenever <laughs> I was by myself, be like, it'd be awesome hey. if like by yourself, just by yourself, go, 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 go. All of us as like instead of us being humans, we'd just be like apes in a big cage. Oh it's my just God. fucking hilarious because it's just like the congregate. Because there was that girl in that bunny costume, remember? Yeah, yeah. she was like she like. I mean, she was really sc- like not my not my taste, but really scantily clad. Not my taste. No, no, because like wasn't I, a redhead. What? <laughs> wasn't exactly. Redhead. She wasn't like redhead. Morgan from yeah, what, Street about. Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was like almost like a Playboy bunny yeah. type thing, and then almost like Zatanna actually. But oh, that's Tits Akimbo from yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I wrote. And it's fucking hilarious because. Like there's, I'm like, what is keeping this part of? Because I'm trying to get across, and then I'm like, what? I'm scanning, scanning. Like, what is the hold up here? And all these guys are just gathered around her booth, and I'm like, what is? What are they selling at this booth that has their attention? And it's like these funny hats, and I'm like. Those hats aren't worth going to that booth for. And I'm like, oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> oh, there they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> the um, No, so that must have been really cool, like, to actually have people to walk up to you guys and, like, take um, pictures. Like, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I, well, okay, so a little bit further on in the day, um, I ended up missing Jessica Negri's um, apparently, panel. Apparently, 
us coming into the con like half an hour after it started meant that we missed that panel. So yeah, yeah. Like, I was looking at her right Twitter away. and like that, that thing so was full quick. like 45 minutes before yeah. it started. 45 minutes so. before it yeah. well, Todd no, mentioned. We, we I don't think there was we a watched, hope. No, we watched the line go yeah, in. Yeah, we did. And we watched, we were like, we were, we were kind of waiting for the line to go a little bit further because we didn't want to cut in front of anyone. And then it was like, doors are shut, it's full, that's it, you're done. Yeah, yeah. so Todd comes back to the table later and is like, we got to interview this Jessica Negre girl. I'm like, get Ashley! Get Ashley! I'm like having a life meltdown like after this and I'm walking away and I'm like pissed off because she was the only person that I wanted to see at the whole thing and then this little girl she was she doesn't even come up to my hip in height blonde little thing huge blue eyes dressed up like Batman and she's like excuse me can I please have a photo with you and I'm like yeah okay like and I kneel down and she looks at me and she's just like you're my favorite Avenger like I'm like oh my god like the way the way the, the con, that's uh, the beauty of the con. yeah the, the right con is being held uh, in the Edmonton I think it's called the Edmonton Expo Center I believe or the Convention yeah. Center Northlands. Uh, and Northlands yeah, yeah. Northlands. so like there's like a kind of like a food court outside and then like you go inside the doors to the show floor that's where the show is yeah. but there's a lot of action happening like in the food court tons of action happening. Well, Red Skull was hanging out there Red Skull was hanging out there <laughs> like a really good Red Skull like, oh actually, I'm yeah, excited to post some photos and, I got some good ones and we talk about uh, what like that kid that like, almost brought a tear to my uh, with what Ashley said, because next year I'm bringing Kingston. I re- well, maybe if I, I, I no, want to totally bring kids, Kingston's age, yeah, yeah. even Doing younger. Interviews, that's the thing. Like, I'll well, yeah, him. no, obviously you'd have to you'd have to organize it so that you're not just going for a day for starters, yeah. Yeah. and you do a day of interviews and then a day with just Kingston, Kingston. hanging out, yeah. right? Because yeah. like there was a really special moment like that kind of brought a tear to my eye. Because I was thinking about Kingston a lot. Because I seen a lot of families there, and I thought it was really cool. All the families were dressed up like there's little mm-hmm. Thor and like yeah. the one Avengers. I think something oh, yeah. like that's little, a fucking awesome picture. Little Thor and little and Hulk. it's what it's His about. Dad like, was Captain America. Yeah, quite, his dad was caveat. Quite literally, Amazing. like I saw like four or five kids playing in the food court floor just amongst each other with some stuff they just bought. Like, and their mom was like, "Here you go, we just bought, it, but don't break it." Like, mm-hmm. and brought it to your mind because that's what it's all about. Well, they were like, kids that didn't even know each other playing together because yeah. they were all Avengers, or and they were all like, taking pictures. Like, even with like Joker, Red Skull, like yeah, yeah. these guys are the evil <laughs> scum of the earth. It's a fucking Comic Con. Like, this was insane. And this this is Edmonton Comic Con. Like, not to put anything past them, but like it was. Smaller in comparison to some of the other ones I've heard, and, and you're still getting a lot of people. Yeah, it's too and small in scale, not small. Everyone says, like, I know my dad was making fun of me hard, and I, well, okay, let's keep going because I want to say <laughs> I want to save that spiel for the very end of the podcast because I think it's a good way to go. Out. Well, it's just I was just going to say it reminds me of uh, that frame that scene in uh, Captain America right at the end the kid just kills, the it kills me the yeah the painted garbage can lid like the Captain America shield it's yeah, just yeah. like that it's for the next generations of kids yeah. and like, I, oh, and it brought people I together it. too like I met, I met a ton of people I had so many people like DM me on like Twitter after and like on my like message me on my like Instagram photos and be like oh hey seeing you there it's this okay. is what it's people like, say know. like fuck it I was going to end up with this but maybe I just might edit it end up with it but like this is what it's all about people like I said my dad was making fun me. You guys travel this far to go see a comic, which A, he thought it was a, a, a Comedian. Ha-ha, funny comic, and then B, he's like, go for a comic book. Like, we're going for one single one. Book. Comic I don't know what the hell he was no, thinking. It's a but whole. no, it's it, like, it's these the are what these culture. cons are all about. Like, literally, you had groups of kids playing with each other that never met each other. You had groups of people gathered around taking photos, like, like, 
like for that day, Ashley was a fucking hero in, in some people's eyes, taking shots. And there she was. The, she was the star. She was the celebrity. That's what these expos and cons are all about. Like it, it's it's not just for geeks and nerds. Like like what some people perceive it as. It's literally for a place for a bunch of people it's go for common ground to go hang out well, and have a time. One of the things that I thought was really uh, hilarious at this con is because uh, there's a lot of people selling old retro shit, right? Oh. So there's Nintendo, Super Nintendos, and 64s. What made me laugh is there were at least four or five people that were selling N64s with a bunch of N64 games. But the one everyone was coveting was Goldeneye. And it was fucking hilarious because I showed up at one of the booths and, and I'm like, hey, do you guys have gold? He's like, don't even fucking finish that statement. <laughs> I lost. I, I brought 20 copies of Goldeneye. They were gone the first hour of the first day. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's so it's so just like, it's just insane. Just like the the, com- the common ground, right? Because like, we, yeah, yeah. you, 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 we all have that fun time when we were playing a certain video game or whatever. And a lot of people share the same moment, right? Or you remember that really bad fucking video game that you played as well, right? But it's just like all this. Like, I mean, um, I spent like 20 minutes on this one booth that had old the old Ninja Turtle uh, toys. Yeah, you, you just you fucking looking at shit. I wanted to find all four of them too. I was like, I'm gonna find all four yeah. of them. And this one guy had this really this really cool. Um, they were recreations of the originals, but instead of just being simple toys, they were articulate, so you can move every part of them. And he's like, uh, he had uh, Donatello and Raphael. But no Leonardo or Michelangelo, and I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> it's either all or nothing." <laughs> and like, like I said, that's literally what these cons are about. Like, you go out in the food court, and you had like Red Skull, which was an like you said, epic Red Skull. Yeah. It turned out to be it was a mask. He showed me. I don't know if I told you. Mm-hmm. He showed me it was a mask. I thought it was makeup, but it was a mask. Really good. No, no, I knew, I knew it was a mask. I didn't think it was a mask. But it, 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 the, the only thing he was missing is he should have done a little bit more eyeshadow around his eyes because every so often it would just you see slightly. skin. Just slightly, yeah. yeah but, but he was pretty epic, and like there was a Joker there, like literally the Joker, because he was like in like a lot of the photo bombing. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was. He did a lot of photo bombing, right? And that's the fucking Joker for you. And I then, love that one picture that? where he's right in between you and oh, who is the other person? Was it the Red Skull? Yeah, I think it was the Red Skull. Yeah, yeah. where he's literally in the behind doing a This is great. I have this one picture of Deadpool and Spider-Man and Joker. That's so hilarious how that happened, uh, Red Skull. And they're all, like, chilling out. But you just see Todd in the corner of the picture because I shot it with a fish eye going... <laughs> like Bigfoot, <laughs> the, the, uh, the elusive fucking red whale. Looking like what the? Fuck? Well, what, what, what's funny about that picture is that was at the food court, right? Yeah. What happened there was originally it was a guy dressed up as Spider Man. He was hanging out just outside the food court, and then someone wanted a picture. And then a Deadpool guy was walking by, and they're like, "Oh, can I get Deadpool and Spider Man?" They're like, "Awesome!" So they start going together, and all of a sudden, Red Skull just walks in, joked by the Joker, yeah. and then this guy with double glasses. I don't know who he yeah, was actually. Then the other black black widow tries like humping her away in there, but she, yeah. she could. Oh come on! She Don't be so attention. No, all the pictures. Hey, you know what's awesome? Together. She's on the uh, outside. The monarch and Doctor Girlfriend were there. Yeah. I, I actually saying. there were so many she good cosplayers. I'm like, get out of the picture. Bitch. I had to double take on her actually because the <laughs> the Doctor Girlfriend costume is actually like a big V in the middle where it, it essentially. It would have been open, right? Except for the the. And I'm cop like, out. I'm like, did she cop out on that, or was it like? But I think it was for real. Oh, like, it was totally. Her for skin real. was like, was like. I think she was she had taped it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't get that good of a Double-sided tape is a cosplayer's <laughs> best friend. Regretting that now. The, um, well, no, like, there's so many good beforehand. costumes. Like, there's a picture. On the, I think it's on Steve's uh, uh, Instagram, at just Steve Reed, one word. And you'll see Dr. Loveless in the fucking wheelchair. Oh, that was epic. Mm. Yeah, I saw him. Fucking 100%. Uh, it's funny, because we saw with, him going like, in. moving parts, too. With moving parts, the whole Steve works, and man. And then afterwards, I saw him walking around with R2-D2. He was controlling R2-D2. So this guy's, like, really in the cosplay. And he's <laughs> an engineer. You do have legs. Uh, but uh, dude, dude commits. Oh, like, this guy's sitting in a fucking uh, wheelchair for all, probably both days. Yeah, and he had the pie. The, the pie. It was actually uh, one of those uh, vapor c- cigar- cigarettes. But he had he was swinging the cigarette and stuff. It looked really cool. That is badass. What's going on over there? I'm a, I've just found Edmonton Expo Cosplayers Unite on Facebook. Oh. So there's all these people <laughs> posting that pictures were cosplaying, of, yeah. oh, that were cosplaying. So there's like two layers. Oh, cool. Oh, see, go back to the two layers. Do you see the I should post some of the photography I got. No, you can't see her pants. It's a little watermark in the corner. On the first day, we missed a chick dressed up as um, the main character from Assassin's Creed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like just walking with her head down in the crowd. But her little blonde girls are like, hey, Oh, God, no. so much fun. Like, there's like, there literally the Make-A-Wish. Oh, awesome. It's pretty cool. There's yeah. the Make-A-Wish Foundation oh, where you, a... they were going uh, oh, the all, pictures, yeah. all out. Uh, and you kind of irked me there, too. Because <laughs> you're like, because it's like, oh, let's take a picture with all the Star Wars characters. And the people from Mass Effect were like, what? Apparently <laughs> <laughs> okay. it was Mass Effect. I don't know. There's oh, there's just... a game. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like look over and thought I'm like, Motherfucker. It's so funny. There was like people from three different, yeah, yeah. three different separate I there was universes. Two. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. Was there, there just two? And then well, there was, was Mass Effect, and then yeah. there was the. Well, there was uh, Avengers. Avengers. Star Wars people, and yeah. then there was the Marvel. And then there was the guy, and he's like, he's like, Black Widow should be doing the splits. And I'm like, I'm trying to do the splits. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, that scene in the back of your costume is like, like red. Yeah, so I was like, awesome. Yeah, it turns into like, Battle Scar like, Black I Widow. Hope that didn't happen. Like. Because I made you do the splits. I'm like, no, it's fine. That's funny. Right. So literally, like, we spend the rest of the day walk around the floor. Like, there's oh, one, and like, I had a serendipitous moment with Jewel State. Because uh, she had uh, uh, last oh. signing, last autograph signing scheduled for later on in the afternoon. But right so when we were going to be je- um, interviewing Jessica Negri. So I'm standing at the closed line in front of her. And she's, like, up there with the last few people. Like, I, they must have just closed it off a minute ago. Kind of thinking, like, what am I going to do? Like, should I wait <laughs> I'm here? I'm going to lose myself. Well, well, I'm like, going to continue? I was literally contemplating. I'm like, if I wait here until they open the line in, like, an hour, <laughs> then I'll be the first. And then I can jump over to Jessica Negri and, like, we'll get the interview started. I'm trying to figure out how I can fit it all. Um, and then Ashley walked up too, and I was trying to explain that whole situation, and I was trying to um, check up on the title of the that it was an old Canadian like TV show that Jewel State was on, and I we used to watch it as a kid, and now I can't think of the name, um, and I haven't checked since, which I feel bad for. But I was literally like, just scrolling Wikipedia trying to find that right then, and this guy comes up from inside the line, and it's just like, hey, uh, are you waiting in line for uh, interviews with Jewel State? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, she can only do a couple more. We're actually going to get her out of the show a little early, so you lucked out. He's, <laughs> so like, like, he's like, yeah, she's got to jump on a plane. So. <laughs> wow. So, so yeah, just walked right up. up. Yeah, like, awesome. straight right up to, to the front of the line, and I walk up, and, I'm and like, I, oh, oh, I blacked out. Mind. I don't. I lost time there. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, like, what's up? He's like, hi. I was she's so like, hey. out of it, just completely nervous. She's and then she so looked uh, Ashley up and down twice yeah. in her black widow uniform. I'm like, and I was like, I'm like, hello. And she's like, hey, like, does the look up and down? I'm like, well, and then she was. <laughs> Because you were just like, it's so nice to meet you. And she's like, yeah, so nice to meet you. Like, kind of like, <laughs> drawn out. And totally I was like, fucking jeez, yeah. I'm trying to there, But I don't mind. And then she geeked like, out as we're walking away. Brothers. I'm like, like my little brothers love you so much. I'm like, these autographs actually for them. She's like, oh, that's so awesome kind of thing. So I like spell out their names. 
And I'm like, okay, bye. And she's like, it was so great to meet you. So I'm walking away and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and that <laughs> and was Jewel. And she's just smiling at me. Like, Jewel. Oh. Jewel State. Jewel State. Uh, Kaylee from Firefly. Oh, right. Firefly. As well as uh, she's on Stargate, uh, Stargate Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. And uh, is on. Uh, she was in Atlantis too? Yeah. yeah. She's, she's, she's in LA. She's the, oh my God. Uh, LA Complex. Yeah, Complex. Medic on. Oh, right, yeah. So I think it's safe to say, oh, before we put a sweet, cap on sweet, the day, sweet. that after that we kind of met up to uh, interview Negri. Oh, yeah. After oh, her panel. Yes. Uh, she was, had a huge line. That was the this thing. Was, well, I managed to get in her line before you even showed up. Well, the thing the thing about Negri, I think, is she's the fan that, like, she's the one that transcended yeah, just exactly. fandom, she right? Well, here's, yeah. well it's, it's in yeah. the interview. What she was invited did. to go to Olympus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a, sh- a showcase of how Jessica Negri is with her fans, and I think this is a huge compliment to her, was the fact that Natalie, when she originally set it up, was just like, can these pod- can you do a podcast with these guys? And she's like, yes, but after my panel. This is like at one thirty mm-hmm. or 2 o'clock after my panel, more so around 3.30. Yeah. So literally Natalie's just, uh, she talked to her for a bit, and she's like, you know what, come after, come here at 3.30. She is so good with fans and, and how this works. You don't need me. Because what they want to do uh, usually for uh, media interviews is they want to have someone working for the expo, for the organizers, to come up, do an interview, and kind of set it up that face-to-face, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like they, don't, they don't just want media people exactly. going, what do you think of this? Am I a well, I, I think, I think it has everything would. to do with whether or not those people would want to return to that Comic-Con. Because if they're being inundated with all these interviews where they're just there for the fans, they're probably less likely to show up because they're like, oh, it's become this whole media thing yeah. where I have to do all this before I even get to meet the fans or whatever, right? Yeah. Whereas th- th- what they're trying to do is make sure that they're not – over, they're, basically, they're respecting the time of the people that are coming up, right? Because yeah. obviously, they're going to be busy regardless. No, like, again, even yeah. if they were to walk the floor, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, oh my God, right? So, Well, just and a showcase of Jessica was quite literally the fact that they, uh, Natalie said, just come back here, talk to her at 3.30. She knows you're coming and set it all up. And then that's when we said our goodbyes to Natalie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which Natalie, once again, thank you very much. Uh, you did awesome. Totally great for our virgin asses at these cons. <laughs> and uh, we'll definitely be talking to you in the future uh, for the podcast. And uh, so uh, we spent some time on the floor. We go back and you guys called me back for Negri. Because- it's funny. You texted me. You're like, how about that interview with Negri? I'm like, I'm here. Yeah, you're like, I'm already there. I'm here and, and I'm sweating. Into, I just went to expect like... He was already there because he was she already helping Ashley. me. He was helping me stand up in line because <laughs> she's like my hero. So like we're in line and I'm like visibly shaking, like waiting to meet her. And there's like there's like this board in the way, so I can't really see her. And as soon as we like came around the corner, she's there. I'm like hyperventilating. <laughs> Which uh, once I saw her, I fuck. She came walked past us earlier on the con, and we just didn't know who she was. Uh, <laughs> can't believe it's almost over. This weekend went so fast. Um, yeah, yeah, we're live. Uh, I'm Totsky. Oh, this we're is live. Steve live. We're broadcasting all over Formic Mare, Alberta right really? now. Really? Right now? No, it's oh. just solely into my phone. Um, yeah, we're from Formic Mare, Alberta. It's four hours north of here. Nice. Incredibly colder. Uh, shit ride down. But we're here because we wanted to come see you. So, oh, you. absolute pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. And, uh, yeah, we can... Get rid of the sweat on my hand. Yes. <laughs> Hello. I have sweaty hands, too. How's wow. the con so far? Super amazing. Yeah. It's been actually, like, it's super... Whoa, Slenderman. Um, it's put together, like, really well and like for a first year it's yeah. freaking like amazing right and Absolutely. it's put together by the people that did Calgary Expo or yeah. Calgary, Calgary yeah. Comic Con yeah. um, they used so to have like a toy collectible show here so yes, like Calgary Comic Con merged yeah. it's awesome yeah so so far it's like really great first I time in Edmonton or? yeah it is actually what do you think so far of uh, Great White North it's amazing yeah? it's so cool it snowed yesterday morning and I was like I haven't seen snow uh, yeah. three years <laughs> it snowed a little early this year actually yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool I live in Arizona so is that where like, you're from yeah when it snows it's like 
cactus needles falling from the sky. That's like a sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, you're just like, yeah. oh, again? Really? Come on. Where's our acid rain? Everywhere. At least people don't die from that. Yeah, so, really. Yeah. It's something you probably had to answer a few times, but uh, what what really got you into cosplay? Like, what was sort of the jumping off point? Um, my friend actually bought me a ticket to San Diego Comic Con 2009, and he was like, you're a big nerd. Here you go. And I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Okay. And he's like, sometimes people dress oh up God. with these things. And I was like, okay. Oh so he's like, why don't you just dress up as, like, anything? And I was like, okay, I'll dress up as, like, a six Pikachu, because that would be freaking hilarious. And people will think it's funny, right? I go, and people didn't think it was funny. They were like, that's awesome. And I was like, gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. No, yeah. So, basically, is that how it all started? Like, you started yeah. in 2009, and it just Yeah, like and then I actually wind. got home from San Diego, um, and it was, uh, my Facebook had blown up. I had to delete my MySpace. MySpace! Um, and, so 2005. Yeah, I know, right? Holy cow. Um, so, I didn't even realize I had a MySpace still until that all happened, so I was like, shoot. Um, and then, uh, so I deleted that, and then I redirected everyone to a fan page, because everyone was finding my family members. Oh, wow. And I was like, ah! Oh, yeah. So I was like, to save my family, yeah. I will make a fan page. But yeah. I must sacrifice. Yes. So it's been an absolute whirlwind ever since, and uh, yeah. we've been following you, and it's, well, it kind of sounded creepy, but I hope you know. It's <laughs> okay, you can, you can follow me. Digitally. <laughs> Digitally. Digitally. It's even worse. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been awesome, and uh, we're glad that you enjoyed uh, Edmonton, and we oh, hopefully yeah, get you up to Full McMurray one of these days. Dude, that'd be super awesome. One of our Comic-Cons. I wanted to ask, uh, what kind of like dedication does it take to like come up with the costume? Like now that you're in demand, now that you're uh, you know very famous cosplayer, what kind of like hours and dedication do you have to put into? I usually put like a, like a full week. Uh, Mad Moxie did about like a full week of just like eight hours each day, just like sewing and like weathering and like making little hats and gloves and finding the right stuff and and yeah, like I mean now you really have to take the time because I want to do I want to go bigger and better, you know? Like like these are simple costumes. Top yourself every time. Yeah, because yeah. like it was cold. It's gonna be cold. So I was like, I'm gonna be cold. It's a winter theme. It's a winter theme. Yes, a winter theme. (laughs) Yes. Um, But, uh... Yeah, I definitely want to go bigger, go better. Go cool. bigger, go home now. Awesome. Yeah. Um, There's a line forming again yeah, for you. Yeah, so it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, uh, thank you so much. No problem. Okay. Do you mind if I jump in head of the line and get an autograph? I was going to say, we'll grab a quick picture. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. Well, it's funny, I didn't recognize Actually, yeah, no, I saw her, I saw me, her earlier I think it's because she was wearing too much clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cold up in uh, Edmonton. Well, that's why, yeah, you fucking hear her, we mentioned it when, uh, when we yeah. were interviewing her. God damn, though, that Star Fox costume that she wore for the New York one was awesome. Oh, my absolute favorite is the one that I got signed, though, the lollipop chainsaw one. That's the one? With the San Andreas, uh, San Andreas, the San Romero Knights. So you'll hear, uh, you'll hear the interview, okay. we'll put it in there now. Uh, hers was actually the shortest one of the bunch for the simple fact that we were literally, like, right in front of her booth and the lineup was building and you mm-hmm. want to talk death stairs we were getting plenty of them and also this one guy was fucking loaded behind me and I think he was like looking what we were doing yeah because all I could smell was oh booze god, and I'm just yeah, like man. oh my those, god those are the it two wasn't Ben? no there was two people <laughs> those were the two that we asked to take a picture and the one guy at first he's like no way, bro. I don't like, know how to handle this thing. Like, well, operate a camera phone. Yeah. And the next guy's like, look, I'll do my best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so once you were like, you should have jumped in to me. But I had this guy standing next to me and I could tell he kept trying to like, push he in. went to go to Kevin in your guys' conversation. So I didn't want to look like just a random standard buyer being like, hey, so um, want to ask a question? Like, because I knew that he would have pushed right in, right? Oh. She hugged me. It was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, and like I said, we even got a picture with her, and Steve's like, uh, can I get an as you'll hear, or as you heard, whatever I decided to put this podcast, the interview in, where you're like, can I just uh, button front the line and get a signature? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Went she for was it. Like, she was like, yeah, of course. 
Of course. Well, once podcast. again, she was like, oh, you're the podcast guys, which leads me to believe that we're the only podcast guys that was wandering around. Yeah. Fucking, uh, Meanwhile, Robocop versus the Nazis like, what the fuck? We <laughs> they should have, man. They should have. Uh, what was it? Um, it was interesting because uh, one other thing I noticed was um, uh, the Bioware booth. The Bioware booth. Fuck that Holy Mass Effect line. That got huge. really uh, yeah, yeah. big really fast. The Shep with the Renegade eyes mm-hmm. there. There was some crazy photo ops going on. Is that all it was, or was he actually from the game? Well, they were talking with yeah. some of the producers from the game series and the so that's com- they comics to talk and with. stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, Bioware has a huge fan base. Like, I saw the booth yeah. like when there was no line. It was cool, and I got to talk to some of the yeah. guys, but I'm guessing the re- like there was a huge lineup right in the middle of the floor because they were lining up for the yeah. Bioware booth. It was I just didn't right know to uh, Cherry to. Sauce and the Jessica Negri yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and, uh, uh, yeah, like, so, yeah, kudos to Mass Effect that I should... No, I guess because I don't have. Well, it, it was Bioware. They did Mass Effect. They did. They were doing Mass Effect and Dragon Age Origins stuff there, or uh, Dragon Age Knights stuff. Of the Old yeah. Republic. Yeah, I know what they did, but Huge Mass Effect. Is no, but they, they were that. talking about both. They were, two, oh, they were talking about, about Mass Effect and, and Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Yeah, because those are their two big uh, titles right now. Yeah, but uh, that, I thought that was really impressive, and just that was so that concluded the interviews. So then we just yeah. spent the last. Well, so, so then then we get into little side quests where uh, the quest to get rid of all the Arkham Rising uh, yeah. mini posters. Oh. <laughs> Okay. so bad so well no. well you guys had a really good time though because you guys were being approached anyway so it was very easy yeah. for you I mean, you know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of doing that whole hovering around Todd thing so I Not love hearing the story after the fact it fucking makes me laugh because uh, Todd it, whenever Todd would see any cosplayer or anyone that had anything Batman related he'd be like Arkham Rising Arkham Rising check this out check this out check this out being and, profiled <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it, was, it was fucking hilarious because, like, what I did is I put a lot of them up up at the front, right? And then, you know, very little human interaction. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly, because I wasn't going to talk to people about it. <laughs> I only wrote and directed it. <laughs> so, so, what I, so, so what I was doing is putting them over the garbage and the recycle bins, right? And But they were disappearing. <laughs> and then we were talking about a scenario where one of the people that's the cleaning cleaners. up is just, like, just tossing this them in. These fucking guys won't But you were getting this. a lot of people. Well, it's... It's funny because if we, if we eventually. I think the girls had way more luck than oh, we yeah, were, well, though. Oh, what man. they're wearing, man. I like, 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 should have just gave them all to I guys. pretty much was just like. Like hey, Stacey said, they didn't have like penises. So, <laughs> and then guys would be like, yeah, I like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I like anything you want me to like. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, the guy in the head with Kitty fucking Samurai and a blue Batman. Yeah, I like Batman. He <laughs> came down to me being like, so uh, we made this fan film and you should watch it. And they're like, yeah, done. <laughs> well, I liked uh, when you gave uh, Bane <laughs> the, the card. Oh, you actually gave him a Yeah, yeah, well, um, uh, no, uh, oh, no it was did. you, it was you. We, I was walking behind you and then you're handing out the cards and then Bane's walking by and you're like, hey, Bane, check out uh, this fan film. And he's like, thank you. Yeah, right out of the movie, yeah. <laughs> it was funny because we got a little system down afterwards because, like I said, we had a lot of time there. We kind of all split up into groups. So me and Tito were just kind of yeah. walking along together. And like Tito would kind of zoom up front. I would flag. He'd be like, "Todd, two right here, two Batmans, one Catwoman." (laughs) You really freaked out that one girl, though. That one Asian girl. She's She's like, like, "Ah." "Yeah." I think I freaked out the same one too. I took like a half step towards her and like tried to extend my arm instead of my body <laughs> and she still took like two steps back and I was, oh, yeah, she's dressed as bat or no cat catwoman cat and I'm like <laughs> Do you like Batman? Here's a your fan film card. She's like, okay, thank you. And it's just like, I'm just hiding like, behind. Check out a project yeah, we did. Right? Oh, my God. Some of them are like, yeah, cool. I'll definitely check it out. No, I, well, it's... And it, people wouldn't even fucking touch it, man. Like, it was every, yeah, there was some people that just like... Like, literally I didn't come to the con to look at comic book stuff. <laughs> 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 I 
you're coming to a carnival for bad. Well, you know what's interesting is is uh, San Diego is like that, but times like a thousand because I love that shit, there's man. so many independent directors that are there, like, right? Tick, 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 one of the cool things that I noticed at the San Diego one was this photographer is dressed like Tony Stark, and he was intentionally waiting for the cosplayers to leave so he could take photos of them, and he's like, and, and just tossing the cards. He's like, I'm gonna post these at the end of the week. Uh, here's my website, uh, share it, and all that stuff, right? So he's getting work out of it, right? Because he was taking, cool. he, he had a really awesome setup, and he was like taking really good photos, right? So that's really cool. Yeah. Man. So like, and, and like, yeah, again, like there was, I mean, some of the movies that we found for. Uh, Interplay were from the San Diego Con- Comic Con, yeah. right? So, and like some of these, like some of the best stuff you will find is people that go to these things, right? Like, I was t- I was taking stuff for that video games live. I know the video games live is mm-hmm. touring. That was like, amazing. I, I kind of want to take once. Kingston, right? And uh, yeah, like literally, we'd be putting them on the garbage cans, and they'd be disappearing. So we're hoping yeah. people hoping. were taking them. Yeah. Uh, we did get some. We're getting some feedback on the Facebook and the Twitter. So yeah, yeah. Sure. So I mean, uh, were interested. I like grouped a few people at that tattoo booth, and I was like, look at this, look at this. Tell them about and that. What did you? You got a permanent reminder over my head. I was told it was a permanent tattoo, and I'm still just like, no, it's an airbrush one because yeah, it's a convention. I'm like, I'm like oh my god, Stacey's getting her tattoo. She's like, oh yeah, airbrush. I'm like, um, no. She's at Shades of Grey getting like fucking Superman tattoo. <laughs> so I was like, okay, everybody eat. Like we gotta go. Uh, we gotta, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Stacey, it's something I've some always wanted. Jeans. Something I've always wanted. Was you know, it, what, what a better it? time to get it. It was well, a Superman. A it's a Superman logo kind of. What was the cost, if I may ask? Pardon? Oh, well, it was because I was reading um, Earth One, and this is the, one of the quotes by the authors was talking about the symbol and what it represents, about how you know you sketch it on a book and you know, you see it everywhere, and you know what it means is that you know all things are possible. So that's that's why I got it. It stuck with me. Was it ridiculously pricey? Because no, it was a hundred bucks. Oh, that's fuck off. It was a hundred bucks price actually for an hour. Oh uh, no, it was like a half hour even. Not even that, oh, but really? like yeah. You know how many Superman tattoos I've done today. But I mean, compared yeah. to the work, yeah, I've, but like compared to the work I've got, like it's that's actually my cheapest piece. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. Nice. Like yeah. Hakuna Matata cost me 150. Oh shit! And that was just like took like 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes but, um, it's just the base. No, price it was good. I remember I'm lifting up my shirt and feeling like the side of the room just gravitate over to me, and I'm well, like, funny oh, I'm like, funny because that's a bad idea. That's where my boobs. You're saying where you're gonna get it, so we literally walked up. Well, because I had to pull up my shirt for her to put the thing on, right? So yeah. you could see my boobs, and it just kind of went. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then like, look at Batman, look at Batman. You want to see this Batman thing? <laughs> 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 just like, sure, girl, getting Superman tattoo. Oh, uh, listen to the girl with the tits hanging out. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was good. Uh, good memory. So hopefully, you know, maybe at next year's con, if there's another booth, I'll just get the bat logo Shades around and represent the crossovers. That'd be cool. There you go. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, I think it's safe to say that we all had a pretty good time. But the Fubar yeah. guys at their lonely little booth. Yeah, well, the Fubar awesome guys are there. Fubar, yeah. I wanted Ben to touch on their Dave panel, Andy. but he seemed very less interested in this podcast. <laughs> he just walked. He just walked away because actually Ben went to the the Fubar panel. He said it was actually pretty good. There, I wanted to hear his movie. thoughts on that panel. Yeah, well, we got to meet the guys and got like a Polaroid with them, which was pretty rad. We that got is a, actually a Tron, and, Tron and Terry Diener wasn't there. Literally, they had a, literally they had yeah. a booth, and when we walked by once, it was Terry on Tron. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, Andy wasn't I was there. half expecting the so Tron guy that was at the con. The actual from the movie Tron. Yeah. 
didn't even have to like think about her like oh, and I'm like alright here's my money here's how I want a picture that's okay. such a great picture and I love his explanation too because he's like I saw they were selling all kinds of signed stuff all kinds of signature stuff but they had a setup with like fake grass and like yeah like yeah. Canadian banners flag. And I was Canadian like, flag I was sitting on like an ice cooler yeah yeah totally oh, just so like Canadian like, party yeah and, and he's like well you know we're selling like 8 by 10s here but you know it looks all professional if you get one of the Polaroids it looks like it's taken at a party like 10 years ago so I think that's better <laughs> which is and rad I totally had a Facebook friend like message it. me so about perfect. that they're like what the fuck I get a DM it's like how the fuck did you party with them and I'm like oh. <laughs> see it's so beauty <laughs> how did you party with them that's Tron fucking awesome fuck is Tron no it was cool it was rad no, the show, um, I think it's safe to say that we all had a really good time at the show. Like, anyone uh, pick up any new comic books at all? Anything? No, oh, I just got comic books at a comic con. My trifecta. It's unheard of. I got the Avengers Black Widow graphic nice. novel because I, I thought got, that was uh, something hilarious. called Punk Rock. No, stop. Yeah, it's Punk Rock Jesus. Yeah, Punk Rock Jesus. I got action figures. Yeah, I'm excited to dig into that, and I picked up the new oh, Fanboys vs. Zombies, which I have a little sweater. commentary in. Yeah, yeah I was I just going to grab. Uh, if I had the money and if I had the well, a I would have my eyes set on that Zelda shield, like you wouldn't believe. Like I really wanted that one. You should have tried to barter with for the Sword and Shield, pay a little bit more, but you'd get them both at a discount. Yeah, but uh, also I, I if I had the cash or if I had well, I got some other things. I need to spend money on, but I think in in the budget it's going to be next year's at sixty four. I spent. I want a sixty four. I, I want a sixty four. Too Make much sure money if you, on if you buy, buy controllers that are new because if it's the controller that comes with it, odds are it's the joystick is worn. Joystick that was one of the big flaws yeah. of the sixty four. Start yeah. puckering up and get ready to blow. <laughs> No, uh, we never had that problem. That was the best, the original. Mess? I don't know. I was a poor kid. I didn't get these games. <laughs> Start puck. I'm like, why do you have an N64? Fuck. All right. Well, that's what irks me. Is like, I complete. Uh, I just remembered that I went, well, at that con. I just remembered that uh, my 64. I gave it to my cousins in El Salvador, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, no. Everyone I gave him away. Eh? No, I got. We got. Uh, the I know. Super yeah, you still have 64 one. At, at I our place. I didn't get one at all. Yeah, no, I, I need to plug it in more often. I need though. to start. Coming over to play it more. <laughs> I never had one. I used to always uh, rent one from the local video store. You like, could used to rent one. Oh yeah, like yeah. twenty dollars. When you walk yeah. out with that briefcase, you felt like such a badass. Oh well, like sleepovers. <laughs> we had the pop and popcorn and the chips and shit. Me and my sister would try to stay up all night playing like Mario, just like up, 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 up. It's kind the, of fucked the up. Wii, the Wii does has. Uh, as soon as, as, soon as you're old enough to drink booze, all those parties. Whatever, stop. man. You got to drink and play those video yeah. games now. Uh, the Wii has the emulators for them, though. But that's the thing. All the games that I. I loved as a kid. I've downloaded for Wii, and I just—they're not as good. Really? Uh, no. Oh, Mario Kart! Oh no. shit, man! Dude, Mario, Mario Kart with the controller on 64. I don't know. The classic one's just as good. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Okay, so I just she's posted, more love. From, I just posted a picture that I found on the internet of me from the from Expo, and someone just tweeted me, "That's you." I didn't know that I was in love with you. Aww. <laughs> That's so funny. So hold on, this is quite the staple podcast because like a year from now, like it's going to be Ashley being invited to Comic Cons and we'll yeah, like, yeah. We used to know Ash Kate. She used to come on this <laughs> show. It she doesn't return my calls anymore. <laughs> calls me a creep. Got a court order against me. <laughs> yeah. Restraining order. But no, I think it's safe <laughs> to say that we all had a pretty podcast. good fucking time. Eh? It was great. It was, it was wonderful. Uh, it was my first con, and uh, I think it's it's the start of many. Uh, as you've heard, I've always me and Tito have always tried to get down to the San Diego one. For some reason, I don't know why that I've never went to anyone else's. Like I'm trying to think of now. I know we tried to go to Calgary a few times. It just never we actually, had the tickets. We just never actually worked out time wise. But yeah, now I, I ended up selling the tickets to a friend of mine. Starting next year, I think it's going to be um, a, a staple well, point. Hopefully, hopefully. 
fingers crossed, Arkham Rising will be that golden ticket. And if not, well, yeah, you're right. But I'm still going. We're still going to go for regular. Yeah, even, even for the well. Calgary Con, even yeah. for the Calgary Con, submitting it for for that if they have some sort of uh, film yeah. fest going on there. But yeah, I think we'll be at Calgary Con uh, next year. Well, not I think I know we will be at Calgary Con next year. Whether we were there for yeah. media, hopefully talking to Stan Lee, which I'll fucking die. Be just Holy as shit. fucking. Die. I avoided Stan Lee when I was in San Diego because of that, because of the fact that I, I can't handle it. You don't but, know what to so I think, say. but yeah, me and Steve got a plan for you yeah. next time. We're drug you up. Yeah. I, yeah, I might have to be drunk at the con. <laughs> hey, Stan. hey, Stan. Lee. Stanley. Yeah. Oh God. Stanley, did you know that your name sounds like Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever realize that if you spelled it out, it'd be Stanley Lee? <laughs> I think that's pretty funny, don't you? Pick yeah. up burp bar. How did it feel to invent Batman? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd wow. be so awesome. This is where you get kicked out. Yeah. Yep. That's why the ladies burn punch. God! Take him away. Yeah. 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 I'm like, so, um, you were in Supernatural that one time? I that's a, that's okay. You could, you could, we could have recorded us. You were, so are you a stripper? Can I buy that? What's Etsy? Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> 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 hey, you guys had a pretty epic time yourselves with these fucking... Man, I, I, oh, my God. Oh, my yeah, it turns God. out if you have boobs, you have an even more fun Man. time. <laughs> I'm going to try Apparently. that next year. Jeez. Uh, so like I said, like these cons, uh, it's truly like watching those kids and watching people like you walk around, there's people actually reading comic books. There's people actually sitting there well, reading yeah. novels. Like, See, that's why I don't buy comics at comic cons because of the fact that I would waste all my money so fast. So fast. I man. waste all my money. Anyway, like I said, I really want that Zelda shield. I gotta go back and get it. <laughs> I knew. I, I even told you on the floor, I'm like, you better buy this shield because you're going to be bitching about it if you don't. Yeah. Who was selling it? What was the name of the company? Uh, there's a couple different ones. Uh, you took already, the card though. I've already, yeah, I took Car, but I've already looked at them on eBay. Christmas right? gift for Todd. For, yeah, or that too. If anyone wants to give me Christmas, Christmas gift, give me a shield. Yeah, wall mounted or something. That would be oh, badass. Dude, I already got a spot. Go right where that ugly piece of shit painting is going down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some boat on a fucking dock. Who gives a shit? Um, so, like I said, to me, that's what it was all about. Like watching those kids uh, playing around with the toys they got. Those people sitting around reading the comics, like just walking around, interacting with the cosplayers. I, that was a truly memorable moment for me. And, and it was on top of that, we got to speak to fucking Lieutenant Ohura. How fucking awesome is that? We got to speak Billy to D. The, Williams. We got yeah. You guys got to speak to Billy D. Williams. Fucking Lando Calrissian. You got swooned by a fucking person from uh, Firefly. I didn't. No, Buffy, Buffy and uh, Angel. There you go. Yeah, she touched me. The she stroked me. Also, Expendables too. There yeah, you know. she stroked well, me. And the the first Expendables, universe, apparently. Actually, that's so amazing. If the guy, if the people uh-huh. that organized Edmonton Expo are listening to this, thank you very much. You guys, please did have a us back. Fucking amazing. Yeah, you exceeded our expectations. We swear we'll do a better job next time. We'll be more professional. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, we'll always be fans, but not so much fanboys and girls. <laughs> you guys did yeah. excellent. It was a tremendous first year. I've heard nothing. But uh, compliments. I was about to say complaints for some reason. I've heard nothing but compliments on Twitter to people I've talked to. A lot of the people that said they really wish they went there just based on what we were tweeting. Uh, they said it was really, really awesome. Uh, we're going to be first in line next year. We're going to be first in line for the Calgary Ups, uh, Expo. And, of course, uh, well, I don't think you guys care about this one so much at the Edmonton Expo, but we're going to be going for the San Diego Comic-Con, the Mac yeah. Daddy of them all, I guess you can say. We'll drive uh, through snowstorms and all that rad stuff. That's the we'll thing. We brave, drove through a massive we'll snowstorm. We'll brave Highway 63 at night goes, after work, yeah. and I'm not a stripper, through a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> through a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. 
There you go. Uh, it was truly a memorable moment, and it, like I said, geeks. I've always said it, and I fucked up even on my Facebook the other day when I said geeks instead of geeks. <laughs> I geeks when I saw rule that. the world, and essentially, like we just proved it with seven thousand people going one day, and I'm sure they made more this, on the Sunday uh, for the Edmonton show for their first year ever, and next year's just going to be even better. So, can't actually wait to go. And I think this is the. I think they've created a monster because I'm addicted to these things. I might yeah. want to go to the I Toronto. Think, well, we all I feel at home next year. There, we so. were talking about it when we were down there. We should definitely do the two days and have the first day dedicated to finding the people we want to find and interviewing them and taking pictures and stuff. And then the second day, like actually enjoying it. Because I mean, yeah. Yeah. between trying to get autographs and then running around trying to look at stuff and trying to buy stuff and. For me, didn't even get any photo ops. We very much skin. that if we, we just date night and everything, year, we we'd, we'd have to through. book all these this stuff much more in advance and make. Yeah. Sure Hopefully, they don't prepared. forget us in their emails again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, definitely check out the website, uh, chrisclaremont.com. Amazing, amazing comic book writer. Uh, Jessica Negri, uh, check out her uh, website and her Facebook fan site, her Twitter. She's really active on Twitter at o oh, just the. Letter O, Jessica Negri. Um, definitely uh, check out uh, check out our Nichols. Check out our future cosplayer here, Ash Cake Squiggle. You she know? retweeted me and I got like 20 favorites from it. <laughs> I'm like, yay! <laughs> Jessica Negri. Yeah, that's right, our future cosplayer indeed. Like I said, so, yeah, we'll get famous year, with her. Who am I going to be? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, here we go. On that note. <laughs> if you have any ideas, tweet why I'm in podcast. For this, adi- for this episode or this edition or this issue, I can't remember how we end Cinefiles anymore because we haven't done a regular podcast in forever. Wymanpodcast.com <laughs> uh, uh, is the website. Show at wymanpodcast.com is the email. Facebook.com slash wymanpodcast is the Facebook. And the Twitter is at wymanpodcast. Is that it's all right? For this episode, edition, or issue, whatever you want to call it, of Cinephiles, I'm Dotsky. I'm Tito. Stacy. I'm Steve. Ash Cake Squiggle. Ben was here, but he left, so on behalf of Bensky, what, how do we end this off again? <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Until next time, which we'll probably be doing the uh, the recap of Arkham Rising, actually. Woo-hoo! We'll talk about Arkham the ArkhamRising.com. You'll, you'll see a lot more yeah. action on that. So until next time. All right, guys. Bye. Cinephiles, part of the Wyman Podcast Network.